0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie, boogie tonight. No
1: one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie, boogie tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie, boogie tonight. Score. Woo. Bum 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 bum. Bow, meow, meow. Hello there. We're back. I didn't want to go through all the usual all the usual stuff. Yes, yes, welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, Yes. Welcome back. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Um, I was just sitting here doing some show prep, and I didn't want to get too far behind. I thought, you know what? I haven't watched one of these fucking rallies for a while. So we may as well. Who knows how many more we're going to get to watch. Thank you for joining Ring us. Ring the
2: bell and
1: get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, Ilsa Jane. Um, I'll get to all the stuff. I am going to get out those beach towels this week. I'm going to focus on it. I had a week off in case you didn't notice. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you for not noticing. <laughs> but I didn't want to waste too much more time. We are about like five minutes behind on this. And I thought, ah, fuck it. Why not? Let's watch the Trump rally. And then we'll do the normal show after the Trump, after the Trump speaks. So uh, let's have a look and see what's going on here. Shall we? In
3: every oh, no. And it's time we stand and say.
1: No! Okay, okay, now we need to fix this. Pardon me, just for a moment. That's better. Body, body, wanna be- Okay. All right. It's great
4: to be with you. Thank you. It's great to be back.
1: <coughs> it's great to be back after my crippling disease that lasted a weekend. That's a lot of people. Back no, then, no, no two-week you know, quarantine. Sleepy Joe he had a rally
4: today and practically nobody showed up. I don't know what's going on.
1: No, no two-week quarantine Sleepy for the president, Joe. huh? But it's great to be back in my home state, Florida, to make my official return. You know, I got the diagnosis. I got the diagnosis. I I got the COVID. I spent the weekend at home. It was wonderful. Melania was there. She bought me Quarter Pounders, and I'm great now. I'm back at work. (laughs) But we're going to finish. We're going to make this country
4: greater than ever before. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I saw Jim Acosta tweeting earlier, he was like, I'm at the Trump rally and most of the people aren't wearing masks, even senior
4: citizens. (laughs)
1: Thanks for covering it, Jim. We've made made tremendous tremendous
4: progress and I said to my people, we are going
1: to take whatever
4: the hell they gave me and we're going to distribute it around to hospitals and everyone's going to have the same damn thing. Oh, yay! Vaccines! We've all been a lot together and we are doing better by far than we ever did in 2016. The enthusiasm's greater. The spirit is greater.
1: Exactly. Jim Enworth, Big Macs and Diet Cokes kill the, the virus.
4: <laughs> ...greater and more important victory than we had just four years ago. And nobody ever said this fight was not going to be a hard one, but... We will oh, make it he, like you've never seen before. <laughs> we are more successful now than we've ever been before. Our military
1: is. Rebuilt. He makes he makes make me laugh. What's you know, nobody ever country. said make this fight was going city. to be an easy one, except We're for all city. the times he said it was going to be easy.
4: <laughs> 401ks.
1: I'm gonna wipe the floor with Sleepy Joe Biden.
4: Sleepy Joe Biden. <laughs> There Not a go. nice guy, by the way. I have to be honest. There Not a go. nice guy. You know, people say, "Oh, he's such a nice guy." I'm gonna.
1: We're you gonna win so much. We're gonna he's win gonna gonna so win bigger today. and better than we've won before. Nobody Should said it was gonna be a day easy, like though. He had today. They'd say it's over. It's over. <laughs> now,
4: Biden had a bad day. He forgot Mitt Romney's name. He didn't know what state he was in. And he said. Today, he's a proud Democrat running for the U.S. Senate. No, you can't do it. second time. Can't do it. He can't Can do you it. Can you imagine if I did that? It's great to be with you. It's great to be a wonderful developer from New York. <laughs> They'd say, he's out of here. Get him out. Now, Biden had a bad day. He's got a lot of bad days coming. Look, look, we can't play games. The one thing I know for sure, President Xi of China, did and us a, no favor. President Putin!
1: See, he, of Russia the, the debate would be so much better, would have been so much better if he was like this candor during the debate. Instead of like the confrontational and the, you know, the interrupt, just be cool and laid back Trump, which he was in, you know, 2016, you know? The little quips. Don't go over the top. He's so much better in this environment.
4: ...is also owned by the radical he's, he's, for, the
1: for all voters, his downsides, and people spent, have, you know, a lot of issues spent, with him, he is fucking entertaining, I'll give him job,
4: that. ...shut down your factories, threw open your borders, and ravaged our cities <laughs> like he's while sacrificing American blood and treasure in this ridiculous, endless wars. set of endless wars that we've been in for a long time. Nineteen years, they're all coming back home, you know that, right? We're all coming back home, our great warriors, our great soldiers. The corrupt political class is desperate to regain their power by any means necessary. Any means necessary. We're the ones standing in their way. We're the ones standing up for the American worker, the American family, and for the American dream.
1: Blood That's and treasure. This.
4: <laughs> exactly. Beautiful evening. This beautiful evening in Florida. Oh, do I like Florida. Did we win Florida last time? Was that beautiful? <laughs> We won it. You know, everything I hear, we're winning by a lot. Then you turn on the fake news. They say, the polls are tied in Florida. I don't get it. Don't get it. We had the same thing last Remember, Thank you for the Diamond ago, Gypsy. The
1: Where did you steal the Diamond before
4: Gypsy? Who did you steal the ago, Diamond five from, Gypsy? They called that thing so early in the evening. We won by a lot. And we're winning by a lot more now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> those those before. days are over, huh? They're not going to be calling anything early this time around. It's going to be, well, we have to wait at least a month before we get all of the mail-in ballots. We're not calling anything. Four
4: more years in the White House. Get
1: used to the idea that Donald Trump's going to win on election night but lose the election. That's what we've been programmed with over the last month. We've covered it on this show. Report after report after report. You know, you need to get over this idea that we're going to know who the winner is on election night. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, okay.
4: Thank you, man. Thank you. This is the most important election in the history of our country, and I used to say it in 2016. I'm sorry, at the time Mess. I thought it was.
1: Yep, it's, <laughs> they said it in 2016. They'll say it 2020. They'll say it 2024. Rain Ferox I with
2: the diamond. Get your cheese, man. Thank you for the diamond, Ferox.
1: Thank you for the, for the sub.
4: His party's nomination. He's handed control to the socialists, the Marxists, and the left-wing extremists, and you know that. And he's got no strength left. He's got no power left. He's got nothing going. If he wins (laughs) the radical left, we'll be running the country. And they're addicted to power. And God help us if they ever got it, because we would never have the same country again. And you couldn't make a comeback. You don't make comebacks from where they take us. If I do not sound like a typical Washington politician, it's because, frankly, I'm not a politician. I'm embarrassed by the term. And if I don't always play by the rules of Washington establishment, it's because I was elected to fight for you, and I fight harder than anybody has ever fought for you.
1: Gee, he knows how to say the right things to his people, does it? To his people. And I had
4: a very nice life before this, I will tell you. Knows how easier. to get them going, doesn't he? But I love this and I would have never, <laughs> ever changed because we are doing more for this country than any administration has ever done despite the witch hunts and the phony stuff that we caught them on now. We caught them cold and we'll see what happens with that. Just watch. Stay tuned.
1: Yeah, Marcus Flembrain, right now, everything I'm is going to be all right.
4: Sure we eradicate <laughs> the virus, rebuild the economy and Go save back our to country <laughs> from the radical left. We're hitting record stock market numbers, record 401ks, record stock, record jobs. Holy numbers. shit! Don't blow it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me
1: get rain on Ilsa it. Jane dropping a ninja genie on us. Thank you so much. She says, our king is back. Long live the king. I am back from my hiatus, from my holiday. Thank you so much. Thank you for welcoming your king back.
4: Well, that's two thousand dollars plus child tax credits plus all of the other things. You're talking about six, seven, eight thousand dollars a year. I don't think Florida is going to be paying that per, per family. And you know, if you add energy into that, we have energy at an all-time low. We're energy independent. Nobody ever thought that was going to happen. And when you're paying less than two dollars at the pump, like you are. Nobody ever thought.
1: I do, to be fair, like I've got to say this, I do find it funny that people are touting like growth jobs, numbers, uh, job growth numbers, like, oh, we're, we're creating more jobs than we've ever, when we ever have before. And I always laugh because I'm like, yes, that's very easy to do when 30 million people have just lost their job, you know what I mean? When you're coming from but such a low base, it's easy to say, wow, we're creating more jobs than ever before. It's like, yes, because 30 million government. people just lost them. <laughs> so there's a lot of jobs to be to be had, to be created.
4: To down ...a very, very straightforward and legally sworn in administration. We were sworn in, they tried before the fact, they tried after the fact. We were a, an administ- and you know, then they say, we want to know if you will agree with a friendly transfer of power. For four years, they've been trying to get us out of office. <laughs> four years they've been trying to get us out, but we'll take care of it all after <laughs> Walmart, Amazon, We have Walmart, Amazon, they're all cold. hiring. We <laughs> caught them cold. Bad people. Crooked Hillary.
1: Man, four years with the Hillary stuff. And by stuff.
4: the way, Obama and Biden knew everything four that was years. happening. Okay, just in case you had any questions. We'll take care of it after the election.
1: I remember uh, back in 2017 having a conversation with someone on a stream. And we basically came to the conclusion that if there aren't, you know, high profile people arrested by 2020, then Trump is unlikely to win in 2020. I no longer think that's the case. I think he'll probably still win. But, you know, four years later, we're still talking about it. Oh, they knew. (laughs) They knew they were spying. They broke the law. They're still walking around. They're still doing book deals. People keep telling me, oh, they're afraid. They're afraid. Really? Why are they doing world tours then? They (laughs)
4: took the word God out. Silly. It's silly. They said, oh, we made a mistake. Excuse me. And then it happened the second time. We said, well, I guess that wasn't a mistake, right? Biden even refuses to answer questions on the packing of the Supreme Court. Nobody even thought of that for... Many, many, many decades, and that's what they want to do. They can't get there legitimately, so they say, That's all right, we'll just pack the court. We'll put a lot of super lefties on the court, and Sup- we'll have a whole super different lefty. country. Nope, not going to happen that way. We're not going to, to get out and vote. You know, a lot of people said that I was elected because of the Supreme Court, because I said, I'm going to put great conservative, constitutionalist, great judges on the Supreme Court. I don't know if it's true. But if it is true, it's more true now than it was four years ago. And you got to get out and vote because they're going to destroy our country and they're going to destroy our U.S. Supreme Court. And we can't let that happen. But who would have thought we're on number three? You know, other presidents have never had any. They've never had any. We're at three already. Three and a half years. And I will say this, I will say this, it's driving them crazy. <laughs> it's driving them crazy.
1: I was and watching some of the uh, Amy Coney Barrett scholar, Senate hearing fantastic earlier. Fantastic God, what a US fucking circus. What a circus. I had some teed up to play tonight. We'll, we'll get As to it America
4: after this. earlier today,
1: plus the jab. In
4: Amy's opening statement in the Senate, Judge Barrett... A brilliant scholar who...
1: Unfortunately, she hasn't been accused of drunken gang rape yet, but I am holding out hope.
4: Very few people would have the capability of doing. The radical left is hell-bent on destroying everything we love and cherish. They're enraged and unhinged out of vengeance, and nobody can believe what they're doing and where they're going, but we understand it. We understand their cancel culture. We're not letting them cancel culture us at all. <laughs> we're proud of our country and we're proud of our heritage.
1: That was kind of cute. That's like when an old person uses a like they a young term incorrectly. Class, we're not, not going to let them cancel class, culture us. No, you just say cancel, sir. And cancel isn't it? We
4: the American dream with a socialist <laughs> nightmare, and that's what it is. They want to turn America. Is this
1: what you do on the Facebooks? On the on the Twitters? and ruin the lives of hispanic americans we're not going to let them cancel culture us on the facebook's okay hispanic
4: americans down in florida you have been so incredible to trump biden's agenda would be a catastrophe for florida seniors and by the way you know biden was a big lover of castro you do know that right and you know the deal that i broke you saw that Right as I came into office, Obama gave the whole planet away to Castro. And I said, no, thank you. (laughs) We're not doing that. That's why we just got the Bay of Pigs Award. The what? From the Cuban Americans. Thank you very much. And a lot of them are here. Thank you all very much. Bay of Pigs.
1: (laughs) For years, Biden tried to cut social security. Let's hear it for the Bay of Pigs, everybody.
4: (laughs) Now Biden is pledging mass amnesty and federal health care for illegal aliens now we all have a heart and we all want to take care of people
1: the Bay so of pigs great, great 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 pigs tremendous pigs to
4: up into our country we're gonna give you education what a bay we're going to give you healthcare. we're gonna care. the you man
1: everything. Bay pig award
4: we can't do it we can't afford it we can't take care of our own people we have to take care of our people first people And if they let that happen, you would be decimating Medicare and destroying your Social Security. The- Holy shit!
5: Rain on
1: Minister of Fun, Kimmy, with the Ninja Genie. Thank you so much. With vote, says I and I quote: "I borrowed Trump's caps lock to welcome you back." Lovey hearts. There. Thank you. Thank you.
4: Last year, thank you for joining us. Was the greatest year. In the history of the state of Florida, and I have to say it was practically that way for almost every state in the union.
1: That is true. Last year, was it not last year, when we discovered the guy who ran for the governorship of Florida was caught in a hotel room with a pile of cocaine and a naked male hooker? That was a fucking tremendous year in in spot. Love that year. The
4: third quarter (laughs) numbers are going to be record-setting, phenomenal numbers. Next year is going to be the best year we've ever had economically. Uh Oh, But as I've done from the beginning, I will keep every promise and I will always put America first. You haven't heard <laughs> that, right? You haven't heard that from
1: other people. But, no. To be fair, Mr. President, every politician says that they're going to keep all their promises. Like None of them believe. do. <laughs> we've heard that a million times, but that's
4: okay. Path, I'll let it pass. No country in the world has recovered the way we
1: You know we're going to keep all our promises. Exactly You've never heard that not before. Not
4: even um, <laughs> close. All right. And if you vote for me, prosperity will surge. Normal life, that's all we want. We want a normal life. We'll fully resume.
1: The new normal and or the old The Florida old
4: tourism normal? and hospitality industries that I know so well will reach historic new highs, highs like they've never reached before. Biden would terminate our recovery, delay the vaccine, prolong the pandemic, and annihilate Florida's economy.
1: Biden's going to delay the vaccine? <laughs> 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 Bravo. Bravo, Joe Biden. <laughs> you know what? If
4: you don't feel good about going out, stay. Relax. Stay. You know the I
1: am going to get this vaccine. Fold, fold. I am going to put these needles put into the your arms person. so goddamn fast person. you won't even have time to think. Right. It's going to be amazing.
4: I'm in such great shape. You know, I said that the other day. What are you do? I said, well, I'm very young and I'm in great shape, perfect shape. And they said, Donald Trump misrepresented today again. He said he was in great shape, but he's very young. These people are the sickest of them all. <laughs> but the World Health Organization, did you see what happened? They just came out a little while ago. And they admitted that Donald Trump was right. The lockdowns.
1: Oh, don't steal my stuff. To these that, that was the first story I was going to do on the show tonight, now, and I thought, oh, I'll, so I'll go early now. to cover the Trump rally. Suicide now he's taking rates, my
4: shit. Hi, POTUS.
1: So
4: <laughs> you can't do that. And I want to just congratulate the governor and everybody in Florida. You're open and open for business and doing great.
1: Stealing my fucking material over here. It's an eclectic crowd. I got to
4: remember, I said it right at the beginning. The cure cannot be worse than the problem itself. can The cure cannot be worse. But if you don't feel good about well, it, if you want to stay, stay, relax, stay. Uh, if you yeah. want to get out there, get out. One thing with what? me, the nice part. I went through <laughs> it. Hi, now they say I'm immune. I can feel. I feel so powerful.
1: I'm immune. In. I'm indestructible.
4: I'll walk in there. I'll kiss everyone in that audience. <laughs> I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women. And <laughs> Everybody, I'll just give you a big, fat kiss. No, but there is something. Like, nice. I, I don't I, have to really be good. locked up in my basement, and I wouldn't allow that to happen anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't allow it to happen. When you're the president, you can't lock yourself up. I'm
1: immune place. to this They're goddamn gonna, uh, shit. I'm going to uh, kiss uh, everyone uh, in this I mean, fucking it's audience.
4: Risky. <laughs> it's risky, but you got to get out. But it does give you a good good feeling when you can beat something and now they say you're immune, I don't know for how long. Some people say for life, some people say for four months. I mean, every time I think about it, every time I hear that, it gets shorter and shorter and shorter. Uncle (laughs)
1: Joe, CNN, Trump confirmed gay, which is a good uh, thing, CNN.
4: I want to thank, by the way, Walter Reed Medical Hospital. They'd be saying thank God. These guys are incredible. You know, we're 90% better now than we were six, seven months ago in terms of a cure for people that get really sick. 90%. It's incredible what, uh, what's happened. And with children, oh, it's 99.9%. You're going to be okay. Incredible. You're going to be okay. 999 Say the goddamn words. Distance, you're going to be okay. Better than you have, right? Better than we all have. But we love our children. But we have to get our schools <laughs> open. We have to get our businesses going back. We, we have love to get our, our country rolling. And it is rolling. You're going to see that when the numbers come out. The Biden virus plan, and you've got to remember, he took H1N1, which he always calls N1H1 when he gets it. mixed up. I said, no, Joe, H comes first. But it's called the swine flu, right? And his own person, his chief of staff, said that he w- it was a disaster, the way
1: they were The swine flu, much does much that, that have anything problem. to do with the Bay of Pigs? Is that where the swine the flu comes from? It, a
4: total catastrophe.
1: Congratulations. Thank you for so the bad. Bay of Pigs, everybody. It was
4: so bad. And then he says, I'm going to tell him what to do. But when I locked Great down pigs. China, he thought it was a terrible thing. He called me xenophobic, right? When I locked down China, which was in January, months earlier than what he said. Then ultimately admitted I'm right. But then he said, oh, he should have acted faster. Well... This was months later. Then he says, I should have acted fast. Nobody acted fast like I did. I also shut down, locked down Europe, if you remember. And the bottom line is, we saved millions of lives. When this first came out, if we didn't do a good job, they predicted 2.2 million people would die. We're 210,000. We shouldn't be at one. It's China's fault. They allowed this to happen. They allowed to escape. They allowed it to escape China. A 2.2 Escape. million people would have died. Just remember that. Yeah. Just remember that. A fact they don't like talking about. Yeah. I have such respect for the people of this country, the way they've handled it. It's been an incredible, it's been an incredible love fest together. That's really what it's been.
1: Minister of Fun, Kimmy with the diamond. Some of my AMP Fest volunteers are in the audience. Yeah, that's right. Kimmy just getting back from the American lost, Priority Conference. Lost, well done, Kimbo. Saw some of your Thank happy you snaps. Looked like you were having fun, Thank you very much. rubbing shoulders, pressing flesh. We love you. We love you. Are they chanting "We love you"? Ooh.
6: Ooh.
1: Ooh, that 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 makes me feel icky. I got to admit, that's weird. Thank you. That's weird. You're gonna
4: love me even more. You're gonna love me even more because Ooh, we're boy. years ahead on vaccines, and they're going to be distributed very shortly. I mean, frankly, it's a big political deal going on where they don't want it to be before the election. Don't let it be. But we have great vaccines coming. Johnson and Johnson. Will,
1: now, will the crowd cheer Pfizer for vaccines? Great,
4: great things happen. Because
1: then, then you'll know the conversion is complete. With the
4: cures and with the therapeutics. And uh, maybe it's why I'm here with you. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. I know one thing. I was very happy to take it that I can tell you. But through no, they, no 4, they didn't. Did you we're see that? to have 100 million vaccine doses before the end of this year, and they'll be delivered by the military, and they're all oh, set to go. Oh, boy. They're waiting for it, waiting for final approval. Oh. And
1: that vaccine will... oh, A very, very, very subdued... <laughs> uh... Coffee Talk with Sandra with the diamond. mystery Boogie? Well, I missed you too. Have a listen to this. I think this is dumb. I think this is dumb, 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 dumb. Semper Reloaded. Wow, your Trump impression literally sounds like him. It does not sound like him. Okay, Semper Reloaded. We're going to have the military hand out the vaccines. You're absolutely going to let la- big vaccines, tremendous vaccines. Thank you so much for the Bay of Pigs. Yeah, a, a smattering of applause. It was just like, uh... <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. I, I don't know what this is about. I don't know who's told him that it's a good idea to tell Republicans that they're going to get vaccines handed out by the military, but you can see the reaction in the audience. They were just chanting, we love you, we love you. Okay. So you've gone from that dizzying high to this. Listen to this reaction when he's talking about the vaccines in his own rally audience.
4: great, great things happening with the vaccines. I think even greater with the cures and with the therapeutics. And uh, maybe it's why I'm here with you. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. I know one thing. I was very happy to take it, that I can tell you. But through Operation Warp Speed, we're on track to have 100 million vaccine doses before the end of this year, and they'll be delivered by the military, and they're all set to go. They're waiting for it, waiting for final approval. And that vaccine will end the pandemic, but we're also launching a historic effort to bring your medical supply chains back home. In 1996, Joe Biden voted to obliterate Puerto Rico's thriving pharmaceutical industry. Remember, they used to have a great pharmaceutical industry. He cut it out, and when he cut it out, he sent Puerto Rico into a a nosedive like nobody's ever seen before. So we're bringing it all back, and we're bringing it back to Florida, too. We're bringing it all the way back, taking our jobs away from China. We're bringing them back from China. I'll reverse Biden's catastrophic decision. We'll bring it all back. The drug industry's coming back into Puerto Rico, coming back into, by the way, Pennsylvania, coming back into North Carolina, South Carolina,
1: Georgia, coming back into... Congratulations, you're going to be making your own vaccines. Woo! Woo! (laughs) Last month... It's bizarre. I also announced an
4: additional $13 billion in disaster relief for Puerto Rico and for Florida. Have I taken care of Florida...
1: I even handed out some toilet paper, you ungrateful bastards.
4: My administration's allocated over $60 billion. And if you look at Florida with your great governors, your last two governors have been great, your two senators, great. They're always calling and asking for money, but I guess that's what they're supposed to Ronald
1: do. Ronald Peterson in the chat says he was anti-vaccination four years ago. Yeah, I think what you're going to find, Ronald, is a lot of people who are now pro-vaccine were anti-vaccine. Not forget four years ago. How about a month ago? How about six weeks ago? How about six months ago?
4: Wanda Vasquez
1: Garcet. I do get the feeling that a whole bunch of people who were vehemently anti-vax have kind of woken up in this new you. world you where they're like, well, you know, it can't be that bad. <laughs> if Trump's doing it, then it's Desi, not bad.
4: Lopez Sid,
1: Saddens me to say it, but Cousler, that's what I'm witnessing, at least Congress, in part. Dr.
4: Leo Valentin, please, where are you?
1: Where are you? I mean, and it's not, it's not entirely unpredictable either because that that seems to be the way we're heading now um, if we like the person who's I'm saying the thing, say the we best, like the I'm thing that they not say.
4: Best thing that ever happened to Puerto Rico. You better vote for me, Puerto Rico. You better vote. For me. <laughs> but I'll always be fighting for Puerto Rico. It's very unfair the way we, they were treated by. And
1: Democrats. if you don't like the thing that and the person's saying, you know, then you get accused of being a traitor. China, <laughs> so that's the world now. Country
4: yeah. and your fellow politicians, and I have a lot of great ones right here, including your
1: governor. Your governor. Governor with the hot wife. Wow. But we're
4: never going to surround, we will never allow ourselves to even think about surrendering to the left-wing mob. They're on the run. They're on the run. Better not have them have a little bit of a victory because if they have even a little victory, it's not going to be good. I'm bringing our jobs back home and putting violent criminals behind bars. I'm working with your political leaders. We've also directed the
1: FBI... Semper Loader in the chat says, what if you don't like anyone? Well, you become a former bear who streams sometimes. Semper. <laughs> <in Portland. laughs> Follow Semper Reloaded, dlive.tv slash Semper Reloaded. Good guy, war. good guy, tremendous guy. We love this guy.
4: Biden he's a hell of a fucking guy. Mayhem in the streets. If he wins, there will be nothing but bedlam all over the place, but he's not going to win. If he won. He may be the worst presidential candidate in history, and I got him. I got him.
1: <laughs> He's the worst candidate it in history, but nobody said it's going to be ran easy. It's
4: a great candidate. There's actually less pressure. You want to know the truth? Thank you.
1: Pour Thank you. more beers. Pour more beers. Now we
4: want to keep our country great. We're bringing it to a level that it's never been. Our military has equipment, the likes of which. Nobody has ever seen, no country has
1: ever you seen. You should see this fucking equipment we've got for the military. They can shoot the vaccine into your neck from 200 yards away. It's fantastic.
4: fighters, bombers, tankers, the likes of which no country.
1: We're just going to carpet bomb the vaccine before. all over New York Arsenal State. It's going to be amazing.
4: By far in the world, the strongest it's ever been. And hope to God we never have to even think about using it. And the way you won't have to use it is to have it. At our debate, Biden could not name a single law enforcement organization that supports him, not one. And that's because, and by the way, did
1: Vice President. (laughs) Uncle Joe, tactical nuclear vaccine deployment. I like it. Let's get big empty on this. Let's get Major Tom on this theory.
4: But it's because. Why don't we
1: fill the nuclear bombs, not just with plutonium, but with vaccines as well?
4: There was nobody so mean to Biden than her, nobody. And so brilliantly, I said he can't pick her because nobody treated him as badly. Although I will say this, uh, had Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren got out (laughs) prior to Super Tuesday, we would have had Bernie instead. But I'd rather have Biden because he's now alienated the left, he's alienated the right. Nobody knows what the hell he stands for. How about Pennsylvania, he goes to Pennsylvania, For a year and a half, he's against fracking.
1: For a year and a half!
4: The day he gets the nomination, through a little luck, because she didn't get out, so she took all of Bernie's votes, right? He's a
1: very animated speaker, isn't he? The
4: following day, he said, I'm in favor of fracking. Fracking? But he's not, (laughs) and it doesn't matter. Oh, these fracking Pennsylvanians! Never let Pennsylvania and Texas and Oklahoma and North Dakota and, and Ohio, never let them frack.
1: Get the fracking out of here. But
4: can you imagine? And the press, you know, which is fake and corrupt, the press never said, have you ever heard a mask? No, have you ever heard a mask once? Well, wait a minute. Wait For a minute, one Come year on. you said there will be no fracking. And he said it strongly, right? You know, read my lips, right? To use an old expression. Read my lips, there will be no fracking. That didn't work out too well. So now he goes and he says there will be fracking. Not once have I asked, have I heard the question? Not once have I asked why Hunter was able to take three and a half million dollars from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. Not once have I heard these frauds back
1: there, not once. B- have because he was doing quality work, sir. Have
4: I heard him say a billion dollars?
1: Imagine how much Eastern European cocaine you can buy with 3 million dollars too by the way. Ooh Whoa, boy.
4: The prosecutor was I mean
1: it's good prosecutor shit, it's cheap.
4: Not once have I heard them But he was having a fucking
1: ball question. over there.
4: Can you imagine if we did that? And on top of everything else, the Democrat party declared war on our great police and law enforcement. That's what it is.
1: Kitty B. he probably gets his so cadence from Pastor Manning. We love Pastor of Manning the on this show.
4: Order of police.
1: We have to, we have to cover another Pastor Manning video this week. Get back to some normal. Get back to some good times.
4: The International Union of Police Associations.
1: International
4: Latino Police Officers Association.
1: <laughs> you got to say it like that too, Latino. The
4: Florida Police Chief.
1: It's like when a white person talks to an Asian, they always talk in like broken English. You, know, you might talk normally like this, but when you talk to an Asian person, you're like, hello, my name is Boogie Bumper.
4: Where he was saved by the moderator about four times. Can
1: you follow what I say to he you? He answer
4: it. Name one law enforcement organization. He couldn't name one. Then I said, say the words law enforcement. Just say it. Couldn't do it. He couldn't say it. We're joined tonight by a great group of people. Warriors. Really warriors. Warriors. Came to me. A couple of years ago, he said, Sir, I want to run for governor. I said, Ron, I don't know, do they know you well enough? But he was a great defender and a brilliant guy, hard as top of his class, smart as hell, nobody knows how smart. Don't tell too many people. He likes to catch you by surprise. But he's a great, great guy, and he's been a great friend. I said, All right, I'll endorse you.
1: Great guy, tremendous guy.
4: And the rest, he went like a rocket ship, and he handled the pressure. and his wife Casey is better than him i've been saying it for a long time governor ronda said it's in case great guy great guy
1: great great, great, great couple great guy and a hot piece of ass great, for a great wife great
4: couple smart brilliant sit down please uh, really just a great They're a great group of people those people are great, and he surrounds himself with incredible people, with the exception, of course, of Representative Matt Gates. Oh, uh, Matt Gates. You talk about a warrior, right? Ron, what do you think, huh? Matt Gates is a great man, a great gentleman, and what a future he has. I don't know <coughs> if I'd swap it, but I think I might. Great chat. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you both for being here. Appreciate it. John Rutherford. Well, we
1: kind of have to, John. sir. We kind of have to be here, but okay. Thank you,
4: John. Mike Waltz. Mike Mike Reich. Thank you. Thank you. Nice couple.
1: Gus Gus. <laughs> <Bilirakis. laughs> <Gosh. Gosh. laughs> Is he going to shout out looms? Good question, Jim candidate,
4: with. somebody who's supposed to be potentially a superstar. Now, we've heard that a lot. Sometimes it works out. It's going to.
1: Imagine being. a shout he out for Luma.
4: Franklin. God.
1: God, she. it would make her year, wouldn't it? Thank
4: you. Oh, he's got the look. He could be. That's good. That's good. Here, good. Why not? Why not shout out, going
1: out Luma? Give you're Luma, Luma a shout out.
4: Ron says you're doing good. good. You win
1: she it, slashed guys. her own tires to get here, sir. Uh, Kimberly. Where's Kimberly? 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 Who the fuck is Kimberly? Give us Laura.
4: I watched you coming in speaking. I said... That's a lot to follow. Kimberly is great. I want to thank Kimberly. And finally, we're joined by a group of amazing supporters who recently walked away from... No
1: shout-out for Looms.
4: And will be voting for us. We have a lot of them.
1: I want to see Loomer invited up on the stage. Thank you, Mr. President. What we're going to do is get rid of all the Muslim Uber drivers. In some cases, they left their party. In In other cases, they just said... Bay of pigs, everybody. I said, why are you
4: doing that? We have no choice. I said, you're right, you're right. But nobody's been better to law enforcement than I have. You know, when I first came in, we gave away hundreds of millions of dollars of military equipment that was in storage, wasn't doing anybody any good It was collecting dust, probably paying rent all over the place. (laughs) That's probably why they had it, come to think of it. Well, look how far that crowd goes back. Hey, hey, cameras, will you please? Oh, man, look at that.
1: very easily distracted tonight, isn't he? Man. So, you know, I was looking at all of this military equipment. Oh, boy, look at that.
4: <laughs> That's into those hangers.
1: <laughs> look at that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling my you know, friend we need to do pulse. something about these military, so this old this equipment, and I, I holy
4: you know, shit. These are the real pulse, right? Look at that. The other guy gets out there and he's, they work and work and work and 30 people show up. They put them in those crazy circles, right? They only have the circles because that's the only way they can fill up the room. It's true. (laughs) But that's a fantastic group of people. Thank you. Same thing over here. I wish the fake news would turn the cameras. You know, uh, for a long time, I didn't think the cameras moved that way. But then anytime there was a little (laughs) sign of problems, they could. Twist around like a pretzel, and I realized they could. But they don't like to show those crowds, but that is a massive amount. I don't know how many people are here, but you got a lot. One million. I want to thank you. 20,
1: 20 million, million evening, people here tonight. We're also praying for what? all
4: the families on the Florida Panhandle. Of-
1: Ilse Jane with the diamond. Laugh out loud. It's like he got a guinea. <laughs> Holy Ellen, shit. Look at that.
4: I'll tell you. Rick.
1: See, what he needs to do to get the cameras to turn around is greatly overestimate how many people are there. Because then they'll turn the cameras around. Yeah, look, Donald Trump the idiot said there was 50,000 people in the audience when there was only 20,000, right? Look, look, there's only 20,000 people here.
4: I think I can say right from the beginning, right? I tell the story about Ron DeSantis. He came to see me. He just became governor. We had a hurricane. Sir, thank you very much <laughs> we had a for the hurricane. money you sent to the Panhandle in Florida. I appreciate it. Good, Ron. Good. I hope it's enough. Good. Spend it well. I get a call like three days later. Sir, could I see you? Now I'm in Washington. I say, you don't have to come up. Tell me. No, no, no. It's very important. Sir comes into the Oval Office. Sir, could we have an extra $500 million? I said, get the
1: fuck out of my office.
4: Will it ever end, Ron? And one thing I found out, it never ends for the panhandle and for Ron, but we take care of it. Right, Ron? We take care of it. Great great people. You have great people. They're warriors, I'll tell you. They're warriors. They're fighters. We need more people like that, I will tell you. Last month, I approved a major disaster declaration for the state
1: of... It just doesn't feel like there's an election in 20 days, does it?
4: And you'll be hit with others.
1: Do you know 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 what I mean? Like, I don't know what it feels like for you, obviously, because I'm not in the States. So maybe it's more, maybe it feels more like an election for you. Let me know in the chat. I'm not sure. But as, as somebody who watches elections, you know, closely and follows politics, you know, internationally, because I'm a very sad and bitter person who hates himself and others who love him. Um, right I follow all this. It just doesn't feel like there's an I know that's a kind of ambiguous thing to say. It doesn't feel like an election.
4: Biden is inflicted over the last forty. Right? years. Right. So people are saying,
1: no, it doesn't, right?
4: Ridiculous, dumb thought, NAFTA, TPP. It's like we've skipped everything. China's entry into the world trade well,
1: Coffee China talk with Sandra with the diamond. Nope. Almost action. creepy. It's I very creepy.
4: That. China's considered a developing. In other words, China, they're so wonderful, they're developing. Isn't that nice? Now, by being a developing nation, they get much more benefits than a nation that's not a developing.
1: Yeah, it's time so to put I said, that said well, we're a bed.
4: developing nation too, if they're a developing nation. <laughs> and we just won, you know this. Well, we everyone's
1: developing. We
4: have billion billion from the World Trade Organization. Just won. And from the World Health Organization, I took us out. They said, why'd you do that? I said, number one, they were wrong on everything, although they corrected themselves today and they said, I was right, or the lockdowns.
2: Ring the bell I and said, get number your two, cheese, why are we man. Thank you for the sub, Angelina.
4: And China, which has 1.4 billion people, is paying 39 million a year. Explain that. They couldn't explain it. It was very hard to explain it. So I took us out for that and other reasons, okay? So we'll see what happens. Yeah,
1: China's a developing country. They just happen to be at the forefront of the these, surveillance these, world.
4: They, <laughs> of they just happen
1: to be and inventing new and frightening sense, Orwellian ways do. to control Think people. It, but they're, uh, don't worry, they're, they're a long way behind us. We spend... Great, great news, good news. We have 325
4: million people. We spend $500 million. China spends $39 million. And China dominates them. I said, does it work that way anymore? Does it work that way anymore? They'll take us back in so fast at much less money. For decades, our politicians spent trillions and trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, and defending foreign borders. But now we are finally protecting our nation, rebuilding our cities, and we are bringing our jobs and our factory and our troops back home to the USA.
1: (laughs) Welcome home, soldier. Can I get a job? No, unfortunately, coronavirus has us all locked down. (laughs) Enjoy.
4: But those dismal days of betrayal, and that's what we were. We were betrayed by our own politicians, whether it was on purpose or that they were just plain stupid stupid. We'll come back with unprecedented force. If Washington Democrats are allowed to take control again, we can't let it happen. You have got to get out and vote. Sleepy Joe Biden, and it wasn't him. It's the people that control him. He's controlled totally, has put forward the most radical platform in American history, including a plan. To eliminate US borders. Oh, that's wonderful. Where's our border? We don't have one. Just come in, everybody. Come on in. Come on in, everybody. If you're a murderer, if you're a rapist, if you're very, very sick uh, here, here we go. with a disease <laughs> that can spread all over, just come on in. Now,
1: you know what? There, to there we go. We've just found the 400 CNN 400. headline for tonight Donald Trump calls Mexicans rapists again. CNN. <laughs> we
4: now have the tightest, safest border in our country's history. But we're up to almost 400 miles. It'll be finished very soon. And it's top of the line. It's exactly what Border Patrol...
1: Should have laser-guided missile turrets on the roof. implementing
4: nationwide catch and release, imposing deadly sanctuary cities. Nationwide. Nationwide. They want sanctuary cities. That's what they want. I don't even think... I'll tell you, I know a lot of people in California, they don't want sanctuary cities. It's like the politicians want it. I don't think the people want it. But they want to suspend... All removals of illegals out of our country, whether they're murderers, rapists, thugs, bank robbers, they don't care, they want it suspended. You almost say, where the hell are they coming from? Where does it even, where does the thought process...
1: <coughs> I know where they're coming from.
4: <laughs> mean? I don't think I'm allowed really to say it. ...of all U.S. borders, overwhelming every city and town in America, including this wonderful place that we all love very much. Under my leadership, we achieved the most secure border in U.S. history. And we're finishing that wall. It's going to be finished and so beautiful. Wait till you see that. Wait. Ring the bell and get your we're cheese, wait. man. More
1: months. Dayton, Ohio show. Thank you for the gift. It's We're up. doing
4: 10 miles a day. And by the way, Mexico is paying. They hate to say it. Mexico is paying for it. And Mexico has been great. You know, Mexico has 27,000 of their soldiers on our border. And I said, you have to do that, otherwise we're going to have to charge you tariffs because we're not going to stand for it when people are pouring into our... And we have the worst laws because Congress over the years has made it so weak. If you're a soldier and you talk rudely to somebody, they end up giving you the electric chair. Okay? <laughs> it's so horrible. Mexico has been great. 27,000 soldiers we have.
1: Let's hear a round of applause for the American- Mexican military. Woo!
4: He's exactly He shouldn't do that. They are sick people. But it is true we have 27 thousand Congratulations Mexican Mexico guarding our border <laughs> and you know what they don't play games they don't let them through and if they do let them through we get very angry with Mexico How
1: about that so the Mexican military doing more work on the American border than the border Americans border, are. border
4: tax on <laughs> for cars and trucks go They, re- they
1: really are good workers Pay for our wall They really do work cheaper
4: Starting soon
1: I mean, I don't blame. You. I would hire if we can hire a Mexican soldier over over an American soldier at a fraction of the price to just work day labor, just line up at the wall in the morning.
4: Five hundred and forty miles. We'll drive around.
1: We'll pick them, them, them up. We'll add we'll, add we'll get them in the back of a pickup truck.
4: Probably, you know, you have natural.
1: Hey, you barriers, work for twenty dollars like today? Twenty dollars for the day? Yes, areas, sir. Okay, come with me. We
4: may even add some more. We're doing so great with it. Ten miles a day, and
1: I want to thank the army. Corps what we'll do is here, just put the home, home. We'll put a Home Depot down at the border, and all the Mexicans will line up out the front of the Home Depot. We'll drive around. We'll pick with them up. The And we'll put them on the border for the day. A day's work each. Honest day's work for fuck all pay.
4: We ended the catch and release ridiculous program where you catch somebody, you take their name, and then you release them, and you say, come back in three years to a court case. And nobody ever comes back, except for the really dumb ones, they come back on occasion. But nobody ever comes back. They're in our country, and they could be murderers, and they could be all sorts of problems, and uh, we're not having that. We ended it. We stopped asylum fraud, and we've deported 20,000 gang members, including (laughs) MS-13, brought them back to their country. We brought them back to their country. We've now deported over half a million criminal illegal aliens. Think of that. Think of that. And outside a poorly-run Democrat, States and cities, you don't have crime in this country. This crime, our country is doing fantastically. <laughs> and
1: I call Andrew Jackson in the chat. CNN, Trump admits Mexicans Trump. do jobs, Americans up. won't. Fantastic.
4: Oregon, <laughs> I say, we'd love to send some people to help you out with Oregon and to help you out with Portland. We'll solve the problem in a half an hour. Like Didn't
1: we'll they rip down uh, an Abraham Lincoln we'll statue last night? <laughs> Remember, These people are very confused
4: day after day, and I'd call...
1: And I'm not even a fan of Abraham Lincoln. I think he was a fascist. So I'm not a big Abe Lincoln guy. But surely they must be Abe Lincoln guys, you know, with the whole slavery
4: thing. They lined up, then another line, another line. Very,
1: very confused individuals. And
4: that was the end of that. And I think we're going to win the state of Minnesota because of it, I think...
1: No, Eva Lee, and there was both of them. They ripped down Teddy Roosevelt and Abraham Lincoln, apparently. I've looking like... I could be wrong, but that's what I heard. Because
4: nobody, I mean, what they did. But I give the governor credit, at least even though it was too long, he let us. In Oregon, we have to send in the troops. We will solve that problem in 30 minutes. We sent in the U.S. Marshals.
1: Send in the troops to put down the riots and then give them all vaccines. Sounds like a great idea,
4: sir. Two days went by, three days went by, I said, Why hasn't
1: he? Hey, instead of shooting them with rubber bullets, why don't we shoot them with needles? <laughs> Let's kill two birds with one stone here. We're all about saving. So easy to do. How about it? We'll get Mexican military to put down the riots in Portland and shoot the rioters with vaccines.
4: For years and years.
1: I just fixed it. I fixed your whole problem. Not
4: for the Republicans. You can thank me now. You cannot have the Democrats and that whole philosophy, that whole craziness. You cannot have them involved in running your country. We invested $2.5 trillion in the U.S. military, including funding to save Tyndall Air Force Base. Because who comes, who knows Tyndall? Who is, okay, well, not that big a group. That's not like a big group. I can tell you, if you were in the panhandle, you'd be saying, thank you very much. It was wiped out by the hurricane, and Ron called, and a number of people called, and uh, Marco called. Marco! Rick Scott called. They all called. They wanted to Little save Gindal, and we did it. And now it's brand-new, gorgeous, and really moving along well, right? We did a good job there? I think so.
1: Good job. Tremendous We job. launched
4: the first new branch of the U.S. Armed Forces in nearly 75 years called Space Force. Very important. You know, for an administration, if you think of it, so not for 75 years.
1: Coffee Talk with Sandra with the diamond, Marco. Polo. Air Force. Polo.
4: Think of it, Coast Guard. And now, we just created a new force. First time in 75 years. If I did nothing but that, that's a big deal. And that's peanuts. That's peanuts. Because we built the greatest economy in history. We cut taxes more than any other president by far in history.
1: I wonder if you're allowed, if you're a member of the Space Force, I wonder if you're allowed to make racist jokes once you leave Earth's atmosphere. Because it's kind of like, well, you have no fucking jurisdiction up here. What are you going to do? (laughs)
4: Lock me up? Usually you think they'll challenge you, even if they're wrong. I also brought back NASA, the greatest space centre again in the world. and we pass VA choice and VA accountability for our great vets.
1: Spacism, yes, right? static voice.
4: And we just got a 91% approval rating, Ron. 91% approval rating by the vets on the way we're running it. Never happened before. That's never happened before, Rick. Never happened before. We killed the leader of ISIS who was trying to reform ISIS.
1: Anne Belina says racism is still racism in space. Yes, but in space, nobody can hear you scream.
4: We they were looking for him for years and years and years. Guess who got him? We took out the Race world's force. number one terrorist. And the mass murder of American, <laughs> American troops and many, many people all over the world. Kasim Soleimani. He's dead. Gone. Woo! Dead guy. I would from the last like, administration's disastrous, hey, hey, hey. Deal, which was a catastrophe. <laughs> President Obama, give us $150.
1: <laughs> Ilse Jane with the diamond, freaking Space Force, new government sponsored dollar eater. That's what I you, you know I what, but to be fair, they're probably spending that much money oh, anyway. Deal. I. I don't know if they're going to be spending more money with Space Force or just, you know, putting a name to all the money they already spend. You know what I mean? I don't know. You could be right. I don't
4: know. 28% GDP. Nobody has ever heard of a thing like that. That'll be the first call I get. They cannot have a nuclear weapon. I kept my promise.
7: <laughs>
1: Minister of Fun, Kimmy with the diamond, uh, with Colum, uh, what's his name? Columani? Cauliflower? Didn't even know he was sick. There you go. Shout out, Royce Lopez, Daywave Radio.
4: And every president promised to do it. Every president said they were going to do that for many, many decades. They all were, oh, were going to do that. Nobody did it because once they got in office, there was a lot of pressure on you not to do it. I could tell you I was called by every foreign leader please don't do it. Please don't do it. I told the story. I said, listen, them uh, all, I tell go them to I'll hell. call them back in a couple of days. Then I did it. I called them back. Hey, what's up? I also recognized Israeli <laughs> sovereignty over the Golan Heights. 52 years they've been working on that. They've been working on that for 52 years. They couldn't get yep. anything. Every year yep. people would fly in.
1: Stay, <laughs> they've been working day. on it for 52 Every years day, and they never stopped talking about years,
4: it. <laughs> I got it done in one day. Oh, my God. And instead of these, instead of these endless wars, we're forging peace in the Middle East.
1: They they were also putting surveillance equipment around Washington, D.C. Which is interesting.
4: In fact, a point that they...
1: Sandra with the diamond. Hey, what's up? I've
4: been, I guess, three or four what's now. Nobel Peace Prizes. Can you believe it? Four, three. I told the story I told my wife. Oh, we're going to have a great time. We're going to watch television. I just got nominated for the Nobel
0: Prize.
1: Ben K. Veritas with the diamond. Space Force is going to slap NASA around up there.
4: Story after story.
1: Well, come on, they're a bunch of pussies. They talk
4: about your weather in the panhandle run. They talk about this. They talk story after story, no mention. Remember when Obama got it right at the beginning and he didn't even know why he got it? It was the biggest story you've ever seen. (laughs) The last administration made a pathetic one-sided deal with the Castro dictatorship that betrayed the Cuban people and enriched the communist regime. They're not enriched any longer. Let's hear it for the
1: Bay of Pigs.
4: My opponent stands with socialists and communists. He wants to give everything away to Cuba. He wants to give it away to Nicaragua and Venezuela. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. These
1: damn Nicaraguans.
4: Not gonna happen. I stand with the people of Cuba and Nicaragua. And Venezuela in their righteous struggle for freedom. The last administration also negotiated the terrible Obama-Biden-Santos deal with Colombian drug cartels. They surrendered the narco-terrorists, they surrendered, Columbia. totally gave up to them, and that caused illicit drug and illicit drugs all over this country. Joe Biden even received the Come on
1: let's let come on let's not let's not go too hastily into oh. criticizing he illicit, illicit drugs of
4: the M nineteen guerrilla organization and, no, and the military handle. You know him why him. he didn't know who the hell it was. He said I'll I'll take it. I'll take whoever. He said, no he's a bad guy, Joe. He's actually a bad guy. <laughs> Under my administration we worked with Colombian officials to seize or disrupt two hundred and twenty seven metric tons of poisonous narcotics since April and we're doing fantastically in terms of bringing it down 19% reduction my heart will always be with the colombian people and the people from cuba and the people from venezuela and nicaragua and venezuela all of the people
1: <laughs> when he you know, says the latin american yeah, countries he he puts a little accent on it venezuela seven months Joe cuba the in cubanos my thoughts will always be with the Jorambeam people. And now he's pushing the most far-left agenda Nicaragua. ever
4: foot forward by a presidential nominee or candidate. The Biden plan would destroy Social Security and destroy protections for pre-existing conditions. Isn't that what we want,
1: <laughs> Come on! The Joe Biden plan will destroy welfare. Um,
4: Biden's running mate sponsored the Isn't that, what we, isn't that, Deal and the that what we want? <laughs> healthcare takeover. You're going to have socialist health care. You don't feel well. Okay, go to the hospital. Stand there for about four weeks. They'll shut down American energy, shut down fracking, and outlaw the private health insurance plans of over 180 million Americans who love those plans. Biden vowed to terminate our travel bans on jihadist regions and surge refugee admissions. He agreed to this with crazy Bernie Sanders. Crazy. He's going to surge admissions into our country by agreed number, 700 percent. No, thank you. Opening the floodgates to radical Islamic terrorism. And I don't like to speak too loud, but we're not doing too badly, are we, had uh, You know. He'll ban school choice. He'll ban charter schools, and he'll ban Florida Opportunity Scholarships, which is a big deal, Ron. It's a big deal. Wants to Big put deal, Ron, isn't run. it, Ron, huh? In a second term, I'll provide school choice to like every parent in America.
1: Enchilada. A
4: vote for Republicans is a vote for safe communities, great jobs, and a limitless future for all Americans. And I just have to say in conclusion, uh. over the next four years... We will make America into the manufacturing superpower of Come on, the world, hold the camera steady, And we will Jesus. end our reliance on China once and for all. It's ending.
1: It's ending, it's over. Fuck you, China.
4: We will hire more police, increase penalties for assaults on law enforcement, Ooh. and we will ban deadly sanctuary cities, which you're already doing in Florida. We will uphold religious liberty, free speech, and the right to keep... And bear arms, your second of
1: Joe NG with the diamond, he's on turbo charge. He's definitely got a lot of energy tonight. I'll give him that. Must be getting them good coronavirus drugs. Getting that good vaccine. Well, if the vaccine gives the president this much energy, maybe we should all have the vaccine. Maybe the we
4: military don't strike should. Strike down them. terrorists. Who threaten our citizens and we will keep america out of these ridiculous horrible and very very stupid foreign wars against countries that you've never even heard
1: of <laughs> we will maintain america countries you've never even heard of all right Credit for that. i don't believe strength. it for a goddamn second but i love it
4: <laughs> we will end surprise medical
1: billing I don't think they're ever going to leave certain countries, but
4: signed and it
1: that'll get that'll be the January new racism birth. thing. And you know, you've never even heard of these goddamn countries
4: <laughs> by 50, 60, 70, and even eighty percent. Love it. We will strongly protect Medicare and Social Security, and we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. Always.
1: I like to call them PECs. Will
4: always protect. America will land the first woman on the moon and the United States will be the first nation to land. God
1: hasn't haven't we put a woman on the moon yet?
4: It's going to be very soon. We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore
1: I know why there's no women on the moon. There's no one to nag up there. to
4: our schools.
1: There is a lot of dust though. We need a woman on the moon. Start dusting. Kitty B, they tried and she got scared and backed out. Oh, no. Oh, no.
4: We will teach our children to love our country, to honour our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto In God we trust.
1: I, th- I thought the national motto was America, you have fuck a yeah.
4: President who apologized for America. I'm ignorant. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the great people of Florida.
1: Let's hear it for the Bay of Pigs.
4: So get out there and vote. Send in your absentee ballot if you've requested one. Be very careful. A lot of shenanigans going on. You see what's happening every day you're reading it. In-person early voting begins next week. So get your friends, get your family, get your neighbors, and get out and vote. You have no-
1: Sounds like he's selling mattresses, doesn't he? you got to do it. <laughs> bring your friends, bring your family, bring your, bring your neighbors down to the Donald Trump, Trump Mattress Emporium. In
4: Arizona. We're leading in Nevada. We wacky waving, inflatable arm, man. Man. In wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. We're leading man. all over the place. we got to have this be a big win. From Tampa to Tallahassee. Tallahassee. From Pensacola to Miami. And from Jacksonville to right here in Sanford. We stand on the shoulders of Florida Patriots who gave their blood, sweat, and tears for this beloved nation. right band. We stand on the shoulders of American heroes who crossed the oceans, blazed the trails, settled the continent, tamed the wilderness, laid down the railroads, dug out the Panama Canal, raised up the skyscrapers, won two world wars, defeated fascism and communism, and from here, in this beautiful state, landed our brave American astronauts on the face of the moon.
1: Allegedly.
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> we made America into the single greatest nation.
1: <laughs> I'm not getting into that. <laughs> I and think the they did go to the moon.
4: is yet to I'll come. I'll put my
1: cards on the table before I get accused of being a moon fag.
4: Proud citizens like you help build this country. And together we are... I together.
1: think they went to the moon, but there was a strip club up We're
4: there. We're returning power to you, the American people. With your help your devotion, and your drive, we are going to keep on working, we are going to keep on fighting, and we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning.
1: If you say it three times, it's true.
4: And when Ron DeSantis comes to my office in Washington, the magnificent Oval Office, And he says to me, sir, sir, the people of Florida, they've won too much. They're getting tired of winning. I'm going to look at him, I'm going to say, Mr. Governor, go back and tell him, don't worry about it. You're going to keep on winning, winning, winning. That's what they want to do. We're going to keep on winning, winning, winning. Because we're one movement. One people, one family, and one glorious nation under God.
1: I don't know. I kind of wish Florida hired... I kind of wish Florida voted for the uh, cocaine-abusing bisexual (laughs) sex addict, you know? I don't know. It's just part of who I am.
4: We have made America strong again. We have made America proud again. And we will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Florida. Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Oh, my God. Is he playing? Oh, God. For a second there, I thought it was Macho Man. Jesus. It is! Oh, my God! Oh, it's close. It's YMCA. Man, Holy no shit. Down. Said, it is village people. We will take that as a victory. He's playing village man, people.
5: Because you're in a new town. There's
1: no need to be unhappy. Young man. This is this up. isn't me playing it, this is him. This is from the rally. How about that? And I'm sure you will
8: find many ways
1: to have a good time. It's fun to stay at the Y-M-C-A. It's fun to stay at Look at them all dancing. I fucking told you they loved it. I told you the people would love the village people. Look at them dancing around there. They can't get enough of the village people. The Patriots. The real Patriots of the 70s. The Hidden Hand. Isn't this about butt sex? I hope so. Which village person is Trump? Good question. I think he's probably the cowboy with the arseless chaps. Alright, with that ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll take a quick five minute break here on the Daily Boogie That was fun, I haven't watched the Trump rally for a while Uh, When we come back, I've got a couple of things to go through We'll get into the jab, ladies and gentlemen People were asking what the jab was Uh, We'll go over what we're going to do with the beach towel competition that we had just before we went on a break, and a couple of other things too, so stick around on this Monday night, return to the program edition of the Daily Boogie podcast, we'll see you soon Oh, that's
4: I
1: I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus <laughs> Christ! What are you fucking Asian
2: dick crazy? You, doing with you? <laughs> Why do you. You have to ruin my evening. Like I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their
1: show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. You, you, you're, 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 you're
2: the hat, <laughs> so you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs>
8: Dude, AJ, uh,
10: you secretly enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. <laughs> I hate <laughs> you. <laughs> I hate you. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, you secretly guy. love it.
4: No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs>
9: I don't know. As you can tell, I, I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I, I think doctors refer to that as uh, ADD. Uh, but, anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at Real Person Politics. That's Real Person PLTCS. Aloha.
6: Another ain't no rest for the wicked until we close our eyes
5: for good.
11: Enjoying my good self, UK Neil, over at DLive for the Great Awakening Show. That's over on DLive at DLive.tv. Get yourself out of that matrix and get over to the Great Awakening.
2: This Justin! The global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. Sometimes right this world
4: can get you down.
2: There's just one thing you can
4: do. You gotta get back up and shake your all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie Come on, everybody,
1: ready for tonight? No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie Come on, everybody boogie bopper tonight No one's gonna tell me how to boogie Come on, everybody boogie bopper tonight Coming back Second half of the show Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls Yes, I started earlier tonight It was a spur of the moment thing, apologies Didn't even do the whole intro Didn't play the intro video We just went straight to Trumpy So, allow me if I may A couple of minutes just to go through my spiel. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And, of course, if you'd like to accuse me of being a lazy grifter, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. If you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, the preferred method is, of course, head to dlive.tv slash bumper or streamlabs.com slash bumper. Thank you for joining us on this Monday night. I took a week off. So much more to get through. So little time. As always, tonight's recommended drink is cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack. Bland brand, no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast. It has returned here on this. Man, I had a great week. I had a great week. I unplugged, bro. I unplugged. Something I haven't done for a long, 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 long time. Um I've been doing I've been live streaming for like 4 years and you know this 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 version of the live stream which is like the podcast three times a week um has been going for what about 2 years now? Something like that, 2 years. So I haven't really had, you know, any time whatsoever. Look, look at my shit. My shit's not even playing. There we go. That's better. Well, Amberlina says, I missed you. But I missed you too. Um, it is good to be back. I really just... And it's it's quite difficult for me to unplug because I'm always like, you know, I have the attention span of a P. So when I'm, you know, if I if I have like five minutes to spare... I will read something. I will watch something. I will do something. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm that kind of a person. It's very difficult for me to just kind of switch off. And I think I looked at Twitter <laughs> collectively over the whole week. I think I looked at Twitter for maybe 10 minutes. I didn't watch any news. I didn't listen to any news. Uh, I listened to the pieces of podcasts occasionally, like when I was falling asleep or when I was vegging out doing something else. But that's about it. So I was completely out of the loop and it was fucking great. I can't recommend it enough. Um, You know, before I took a break, I was starting to like lose patience at work and stuff, you know, starting to get stressed out at work and shit. It just wasn't a good place to be. I was fucking exhausted. I couldn't get any sleep. And it was just kind of snowballing one thing into another thing, into another thing, into another thing. I was like, okay, I need to pull the pin on this. I need to take a week off, get some fucking perspective back. And my perspective has returned. I want to give a big shout out to Ferox Under and Premier 17 who are in the chat or around the chat. Uh we've been playing a lot of Rust over the last week, which is a very addictive game. Rust, for those who aren't familiar with it, is it's a survival game. So you need to you know, you need to craft weapons and find food to eat and hunt animals. And there's other players who are doing the same thing, who are trying to kill you to get your stuff. It's the kind of game that appeals to sadistic people. People who want to inflict misery on themselves and others. So, of course, um, it's a perfect fit for me. So, there, there's Ferox. Big cha- big shout out to Ferox, my Rust buddy. Ferox under. <coughs> um, we had a good time so but now back to it so I've got a lot of stuff to get through ladies and gentlemen boys and girls thank you for joining us before we left I have to cover this off you see when I finished the last show just before don't trust Boogie it's Rust <laughs> before um, when, when we finished up a week ago on that last show on the Friday exactly Minister Minister of Fun Kimmy with the diamond it's a game for people who hate themselves it's it's a trolling extraordinary it's an extraordinary opportunity to troll people I'll I'll show you I'll show you a guy I'll show you somebody let's see if we can just because I'm getting sidetracked It'll be funny Uh Minister of Fun Kimmy with the diamond did my Rust friends miss me they did they were asking about you Okay, have a look at this. It's only a short video. (laughs) Why not? Fuck it, why not? And then we'll get into the more serious, dark, and disturbing stuff. So this is a guy, I don't know if he's around anymore. I'm not sure if he still does streams anymore or not. But this is a guy who pretends to be new at this game, Rust, but he's not. And he befriends people in the game because you can talk to other people. You can talk to strangers, right? It's like open voice. So it's a lot of trolling. So he pretends to be new at the game and doesn't know how to play it. He befriends people who are trying to teach him the game and then he fucks them up and annoys them. <laughs> Have a look at
2: this. Hello? Can you... Hello. Can you not kill me? Because I feel like you're going to hide what's... Uh... <laughs> a lot of people are hostile, but I'm not. Like, I'm not that hostile. Should...
12: Right. If I die in this game, what will happen?
2: <laughs> okay, so um, you can make beds with, like, cloth and wood...
12: Oh,
1: nice.
2: Beds are used as respawn points. Why don't I teach you some shit? You, you wanna you live with me, me man?
1: Alright. You wanna live with I don't me, know man? If you
2: know this, but you can freeze to death, and there are different climates. Have you figured that out? Okay, Alright. What would happen? I did that with the right mouse button.
12: Wait, let me what try.
2: With- <laughs> Holy shit! Ow! Oh, shit. I just realized I lost something. Did I give you my building plan? Can you give me the building plan the that building I plan gave right you? Bones. Building plan.
12: It's like a <laughs> map. All right.
2: Could you go get me some wood? All right. Oh man. Here, I want to teach you something. Now equip that. Equip that bone. And just uh, shoot at that shoot right at the wall. Back up and shoot at the wall. You have to click. Hold <laughs> click the left. He pretends no, he can't shoot. Hold it, hold right. right, hold right. Then click left. You have to hold on to right. Fucking damn it! Give it back to me. <laughs> Give it back to me. Click the left mouse button, right. holding on to right. right. Now we're gonna go outside. Right. Now come here. Come on. Equip it.
12: All right, right mouse button, yeah.
2: Yeah. Hold on to it, Daniel. Hold on to right. Hold it. Okay, now click left.
12: So it's like throwing them, throwing the arrows.
2: No, don't let go of anything. Okay. Don't
10: let go of anything.
2: The fuck is wrong with your computer? What are you? Do you have like a desktop?
12: Yeah, I've got a computer.
2: I've got a I computer. Don't understand my a PC. <laughs> Do you have a mouse, like a normal mouse? <laughs> right. I'm asking you a question. Do you have a normal mouse?
12: Yeah, sure, yeah. It's yeah. forty dollars. Forty dollar mouse. Forty dollar you...
2: mouse. Jesus Christ. Like, are you holding on to right while you're doing this? You're doing it wrong. You're like letting go of it. Right. No, I'm asking right. you a question. <laughs> I'd say all oh, fucking... right. It is all right.
1: <laughs> when I... it's fucking infuriating. Are you doing it right? Alright.
2: <laughs> I pull this back, I hold on to it. See?
12: Yeah, with the right mouse button, okay. yeah. Alright. Oh, you shot a an arrow. arrow.
2: Oh, you shot an hold arrow. The right and then, you left. Click the, no, while still holding on to the right mouse button. Do you understand what I mean?
12: Wait, is the bow, like, bound to see. the character? Or? What? or? Wait, so which one is the right one, the left one or the right one?
2: What's on your mouse?
12: Which one is the right,
2: right one? Right, as in right mouse button. Do you understand? Right, okay. Now click left while still holding on to right. Right. You keep on saying right, I'm asking you a question, yes or
12: no? Okay.
2: That's nearest, that's nearest. Get inside the house again.
12: Oh shit, we're getting shot at.
2: Do you want to get inside or would you like to... What button did you click? On um, both. You can't push... Both. you can't... <sighs> <laughs> don't turn that on me. Like, seriously. And oh, now. you
12: have to turn on the bow first. I didn't know that. <laughs>
2: what do you mean? Do so I
12: have to turn it on? How do I do that?
2: What do you mean, turn it on?
12: <laughs> you said turn it on.
2: No, I said don't turn it on me. Yeah? What? Don't go outside. That's Where are they? Different. Someone's That's coming. Different.
12: Hey, you stay outside, know. man.
2: Stop! Stay that's outside, a man. friend. That's a friend. Is he friendly? Yes, he's a friend.
7: Unless you make high velocity, there's a, there's a lot of drops.
2: So oh!
12: <laughs> Why did you uh, shoot?
2: He didn't fucking shoot us. Come out, come I out, out then, boy, come kill. out, Why are you even here, kid? You're bad. You can't even hit us.
12: Why is Rocco trying to kill us?
2: Because that's how life is, okay? Oh god! What's
11: happening? Yeah, pick me up now! Pick me up now! Pick me up. Yeah. Now he's taking his stuff.
1: I gun. <laughs> Minister of Fun, give me with the diamond. This has to be how it feels to play with me. <laughs>
12: Just, wait, let me
1: finish him off.
2: Let me finish no, him no, off. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> give me the AK. Give me the AK. Give me it. Daniel, okay. give that to him. Daniel, please, That please, is dude. not an AK. What? Seriously, just drop
12: it. We're getting shot at. Just I need a it. weapon for defense. <laughs> oh, are you trying to kill me?
2: You understand. No, I'm not trying to kill you. Pick me up, pick me up. Daniel.
12: You tried to kill me. Drop. You tried to shoot an arrow at my face.
2: I'm trying to shoot it out of here.
12: I was standing right here and you shot the bow at me.
2: He just wanted the gun and he could have protected us.
12: I have the gun now. I can uh, protect.
2: Give me the AK. I can protect. Just give me the AK. <laughs> it's give us, yeah. me what happened? You shot me, Daniel.
12: Wait, I didn't shoot. <laughs> you shot Thank me, you Daniel. you for picking me up, Daniel.
2: Now, can I have that gun?
12: You want the gun? Oh shit! Yes.
2: <laughs> That's, a friend. That's a friend. Give me the gun. Intruder. The gun Intruder. <laughs> what are you doing? Come on, Intruder. Do you not fucking know who this is? That's our friend, Daniel. I can't protect you anymore. I'm going to die. <laughs>
1: have it so as you can see very trolley game <laughs> all right um <clears throat> let's get back to doing some real show I feel like I haven't even had a break really so, <laughs> so let's get back to what we were doing here um I'd like to keep you abreast of what's happening down here in Australia ladies and gentlemen the great land down under the sunburnt country uh, summer is just around the corner for us it's only a little over a couple of months away. And it's about this time that every Australian needs to do a refresher course on what summer means in this country for us. So check it out. What And if anybody, you know, I, I like to say to my American brothers and sisters, my European friends, my, Canadian, my Canuck bros, uh, happy Canuck stand day yesterday or whatever the fuck it was you were celebrating. I don't know. <laughs> Poor man's turkey day. I, I don't know. Did you even eat turkey? I don't know what you do up there. Um, but happy whatever day to my Canadian brothers. So I like to, in you know, give an open invitation to people. Come down, check out Australia, see what we've got going on. There's a lot of shit here to keep you entertained. There's a lot of shit, though, in order to enjoy summer in Australia. There's a lot of shit that you need to understand. So let's go. Ilsa Jane with the diamond. That's why breaks aren't worth it. Worse coming back. Yeah, I know. I'm very rusty. Don't worry. We'll get into the swing of it. Uh, Summer in Australia, ladies and gentlemen.
13: Well, beachgoers are being warned to be on the lookout for snakes as mating season gets underway. Eastern brown snakes have been spotted at suburban beaches, with sightings expected to increase as summer approaches.
1: (laughs) Now... If you're not aware, the eastern brown snake is one of the most deadly snakes. By the way, people, uh, (laughs) by the way, I know that you're heading to the beach during this warmer weather. Just be aware that there are snakes having sex on the beach. Lots of them. And you should expect more of them. (laughs) And yes, it is the deadly kind. Have fun at the beach. Have fun. Relax. Why don't you fall asleep on your beach towel? You'll love it. No need to panic at all.
14: A scary sight on the beach at Seaford. Decent size. Oh, my gosh, The giant eastern brown snake caught on camera soaking up the weekend sun. One of several recent sightings at beach... Eastern brown snakes. He was
1: just out there enjoying the sun, the poor guy. Leave him alone.
14: ...sight on the beach at Seaford.
1: Decent size. Oh, my gosh,
14: The giant eastern brown snake caught on camera soaking up the weekend sun. One of several recent sightings at beaches across Adelaide as mating season begins. Yeah,
11: we're just about to walk that way, too. We've got a lot of eastern brown snakes that live along the cliff faces, all along the metropolitan area of the beaches. So,
1: uh... <laughs> Ben K. Veritas with the diamond. Be sure to wear your mask. <laughs> That'll keep you safe. Thank you for keeping it safe. <laughs> Minister of Fun Kimmy with the diamond. Sexually frustrated spiders. Now, this. How are you? well how are you Ally? we're doing fine this is
14: normal this is fine. It's not uncommon. Mr. Burrow says unco- his it's catch-
1: not uncommon to see horny snakes on the beach. horny deadly snakes
14: happens all
2: the
14: time. <laughs> service received 20 calls for help from Flagstaff Hill to Williamstown on William, Saturday alone William, and he's expecting snake sightings to rise over the next few weeks
1: There's a lot of That's an Aussie woman right there. You know, I get, I get many offers from young women. <laughs> I, get, I get many propositions from many a female listener. And all of them, uh, besides being devastated when I reject them, all of them are very confused as to why I would prefer Australian women over any other kind of female on planet Earth. This is why.
14: And he's expecting snake sightings to rise over the next... That's why.
1: (laughs) How about that? See, in this country, the women don't say, Honey, can you go please kill that spider for me? It's scary. In this country, the women say, Just pick up the deadly snake, you fucking pussy. Fuck it. I'll do it myself. That's how we roll. (laughs) I'll just... You just grab it by the tail, you fucking bludger. Here, I'll fucking do it. Why don't you go inside and have another fucking beer, mate? I'll take care of the snake.
11: Next
14: few weeks. There's a lot of mating going on. Instead of us going out picking one up and getting
11: two or free sometimes.
14: Those at Seaford today not surprised to find out they're sharing the beach with some venomous residents. They're here all the time.
5: And we saw one just in the dunes, um, which was like pretty scary, but you just just gotta let them be. It's gotta be
1: weird. You just gotta let them be. Yeah, we saw one out there. We saw one out there in the dunes, but you know, you just gotta leave them alone. Just gotta leave them be. (laughs) James R in the chat. Follow James R. At real person pltcs, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Actually, James. <laughs> now, now I remember uh, when we were doing Trust to Verify. One of James's fucking favorite videos. Uh, it's a little gif that I sent him, and it's a chick like sitting on a riverbank. Do you remember that one? And a snake comes out of the water at a hundred miles an hour, and she just grabs the snake by the neck and chucks it back in the river. <laughs> He's always like, "That's Australian women right there." <laughs> Lady of Diamonds Gypsy with the diamond. Where did you steal the diamond gypsy? Wooda just steals the diamond from Gypsy, says everything is a sex toy if you're brave enough.
14: Harry, but you've just got to let them be. Let them be. Be
1: aware of them, stick to the paths and, uh, and make sure you look where you're treading. Yeah.
14: As the weather warms up and more people head to the beach to cool down, snake catchers say if you do see a snake, don't approach it and stay at least 10 metres away. Keep away from We've got them. got a
1: social distance with the snakes now. Don't, don't interfere with them. They're not here to hurt us.
14: Jessica Stanley, Nine News.
1: There you have it. So that's how we roll down here in Australia. Let's jump over to the UK, ladies and gentlemen. But before we do, I want to get into, for the last part of the show tonight, the absurdity of this will leave you speechless. Um, As I mentioned during Trump's rally that we just went through, Trump is stealing my material now. Hi, POTUS. Hi. Stealing my stuff. Like I haven't got enough problems on my hands, ladies and gentlemen. This news came out over the weekend. Coronavirus. WHO. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I'll see, see you now. Hell. Hell. <laughs> titpuller just followed us on T Live. and gentlemen. the titpuller. Thank you for joining us, titpuller. <laughs> Coronavirus. The World Health Organization backflips on virus stance by condemning lockdowns. Oh my. Oh, my. What are the odds? Who knew that this would happen? Coffee Talk with Sandra with the diamond. Follow Coffee Talk with Sandra, by the way. DLive.TV slash Coffee Talk with Sandra says, I love you, Bwee. Love you too, Sandra. Love you too. Lockdowns have been used to control the coronavirus around the world. Now a WHO official has questioned the success of them. Now you're questioning the success? now <laughs> what was it what was it that tipped you off what was it that you know changed your mind? Was it the counting now eight months of economic destruction? was that what it is? Is it the eight months of rape on civil liberties that you know got changed your mind is that where we're at or I mean I'm glad to know that you considered all your options here but you are a little late to the party. Lockdowns have been used to control the coronavirus. The World Health Organization has backflipped on its original COVID-19 stance after calling for world leaders to stop locking down their countries and their economies, which leaves us in a very, very, very deliciously ironic, voluptuous situation, ladies and gentlemen. The kind of situation I love to be in, which is where I can now turn to people and say, what's the matter? Don't you trust the scientists?
13: Coffee and bagels
1: too. Don't you trust the scientists, bro? Not that it's going to make any difference. Not that it's going to make any difference at all. Because we know that the, the, the state of the world that we're in right now. The people who have been telling you to trust the scientists for the last eight months. Will completely and utterly just, they will flip on a dime now. And then you'll say, Hey. Haven't you been saying to listen to the WHO all this time? Haven't you been telling us that we need to listen to them? They will now turn around and say, well, who cares what the WHO says? Here's another scientist who says lockdowns are a good idea. Trust me. It's not going to make any difference.
13: And I,
1: I went over this in the last episode that we did. The term the, the the phrase itself, trust the scientists, annoys the ever-living shit out of me. Because the scientists are not a homogenous group of all-seeing cloak wearing truth tellers that live up on a temple on a mountain somewhere, who just hand down decrees like some kind of Jedi order. That's not the way science works. You don't trust the scientists. Anybody who uses the term with you, hey, you need to trust the scientists. Here's a question. You ask them, okay, give me one name. Tell me one person that I should trust. Nine times out of ten, they won't have a fucking clue. They will have no idea who they're asking you to trust. They have been told that they need to trust the scientists. They have no idea who the scientists are. They can't name a scientist. But this is how you outsource your own ability to reason. This is how you outsource argumentation to somebody else. It is the time-honoured classic logical fallacy of appealing to authority. It's an appeal to authority. Hey... The scientists are smarter than you, they know more than you, just do what they say. But the people don't actually know what the scientists say. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. See you you now. So instead, they listen to the person who's telling them to listen to the scientists. At which points they have outsourced responsibility. Because these people are not the kind of people who read scientific studies. But they see, they're not trusting the scientist at all. They're trusting the person who demands that they trust the scientist. Right? How can they trust the scientist? They don't even know the scientist's name. But somebody told me to trust them, so I guess I'll trust the person who's telling me to trust them. I hate that term so much. But that's what happens. Dr. David Nabarro from the WHO appealed to world leaders yesterday Telling them to stop using lockdowns as your primary control method of the coronavirus. He also claimed the only thing lockdowns achieved was poverty, ladies and gentlemen. Poverty. With no mention of the potential lives saved. This, look, they can't, they can't even help themselves. Now they don't now they hate the scientists. The scientists are saying the only thing that's achieved is poverty. The journalists cannot help themselves but put in a little slide, little snide remark with no mention of the potential lives saved. Well, how many lives did we save f- five billion lives? That's the whole point with potential. That's the whole point with uh that's the whole point with forecasts, right? It's not a fact. You don't know how many lives you saved. It's like the old Simpsons thing. Here's a rock that keeps bears away. As long as you have this rock, no bears will show up. See, no bears came. The rock must work. (laughs) There's no evidence that five billion lives have been saved by lockdowns. They'll say that there is, but there isn't. Because, hey, trust the scientists. Minister of Fun, Kimmy with a diamond. Please inject your opinions into my brain. It would be my pleasure. I'll just get the military to help me. Lockdowns have just one consequence that you must never belittle, and that is making poor people an awful lot poorer, ladies and gentlemen.
3: We had Professor Sunetra uh, Gupta from Oxford University on, and she was implying, and I'm interested in you because you have a global mandate, a global view, was that a problem we don't think about in lockdowns is that they're very nationalistic, that Mm. if we lock down our economy, then it hits our economy, but it also means we are not buying stuff. We're not trading with weaker economies. We are not just destroying our own jobs. We're oh destroying the jobs of all those that, in the poorer parts of the world that export to us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Have we just found the far left back door out of lockdown? Oh, my goodness. Do you, do you see what's happening? Have another listen to this. So, <laughs> the problem with lockdowns is it's too nationalistic. It's national. Lockdowns are nationalism, rampant uber nationalism. That's what the nationalists want: is the lockdowns, because then they can make all the brown people poorer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, boy. Oh, that's a classic, that one. <laughs> let's, let's have another look. Come on, I, I, I must be mistaken. That can't be what I heard, surely. I've got to be wrong. <laughs> but we had
3: Professor Sunetra uh, Gupta from Oxford University on, and she was implying, and I'm interested in you because you have a global mandate, a global view, was that a, a problem we don't think about in lockdowns is that they're very nationalistic. <laughs> He's really saying it. That if we lock down our economy, then it hits our economy. But it also means we are not buying stuff. We're not trading with weaker economies. We are not just destroying our own jobs. We're destroying the jobs of all those that in the poorer parts of the world.
1: Dr. Waddell <laughs> in the chat. We knew it was all about white supremacy all along. <laughs> that seemed to me to be a reasonable point.
5: Really important point by Professor Gupta. Wow. I want to say it again. Uh, We in the World Health Organization do not advocate lockdowns as a primary means of control of this virus.
1: (laughs) I mean, I've said it before. I'm going to look up a video right now, okay? And I mean, if you don't like the World Health Organization, what we've learned during the coronavirus story, the coronavirus movie, ...over the last, you know, nine months is... ...if you don't like the opinion of the WHO... ...just wait a month and i will change it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> WHO... Let's see here. Here we go. Okay. Now, I've said on this show for a long time... ...for months and months and months... ...that we are basically copying everything that China did, right? China locked down their economy... China forced people to go inside. China was flying little drones around, chasing people back into their homes. We're now doing that here in the Western world. China had the military patrolling the streets. We now do that in Australian cities. And the WHO said what about the Chinese response to the coronavirus? They said this. Where President Trump does find fault in handling the pandemic is the World Health Organization. Listen to this. This is from April, okay?
13: April 14. Where President Trump does find fault in handling the pandemic is the World Health Organization, and he has threatened to cut US funding because of it.
2: Okay, the remember, criticism is connected this is back in to April.
13: China's early reporting on the disease and the WHO's resistance to challenge it. Nick Robertson has our report.
1: Let's see what the WHO was saying just a few months ago.
5: It's going to be a virus that stalks the human race for quite a it's long It's the
1: same guy. <laughs> it's the same guy. I didn't know. It's literally the same fucking dude. Look at this. Look, here's the guy now today. Anytime we believe the game. Wow. We
5: economies we are
1: What what are the odds? What a lucky break. I just picked the first CNN video I could find about China coronavirus Trump. I put those three words. I put WHO China Trump in <laughs> into into YouTube. And this is the first one that came up. (laughs) So it's the same guy. So here's the guy who's now telling us that lockdowns are bad.
3: Not just destroying our own jobs, we're destroying the jobs of all The same fucking guy. In the poorer parts of the world that export to us.
5: That seemed to me to be a reasonable point. Really important point by Professor Gupta. I want to say it again. Uh, We in the World Health Organization do not advocate lockdowns as a primary means of control of this virus.
1: I mean, here's here's another, just a little thing before we go back to the other video. Tell me tell me if I'm way off here. But if the argument is that during lockdown, people aren't buying as much products, as many products, uh, which country do you think would be most hurt by Americans and Australians and Canadians and people in the UK and Europeans? Which country's economy do you think would be hit the hardest by Westerners not buying products, do you think? In in an international trade sense. I'll give you a minute to think about it. Which country has benefited the most from outsourcing of manufacturing? Kitty B is onto it like a fucking lightning bolt. China. China. Now, which country... Which country has been accused of having control of the WHO? Different question. Which country... The WHO has been accused of doing the bidding of a certain country. Which country is that? Wow. What what a coincidence, huh? So... So, the WHO now says that coronavirus lockdowns are a bad idea. Iceman, double four, double three, with the diamond vagina. The WHO now says that coronavirus lockdowns are a bad idea. The WHO also recognises the point that lockdowns are too nationalistic because it makes poor people around the world even poorer because we're not buying their products. The WHO says in response to this that we shouldn't put people in lockdown. The WHO that has been accused of doing the bidding of China, China the country which most benefits from people purchasing cheap products. What are the, what are the odds of this? What are the odds of all of these st- celestial bodies aligning like this, huh? What a fucking coincidence. <laughs> so let's go back. So it's the same guy here. We're dealing with the same individual. Let's see what he was saying back in April, okay, about the response. Because now we hate the lockdowns. Lockdowns are bad, okay? We hate lockdowns. Let's see what we were saying in April, sir.
5: It's going to be a virus that stalks the human race for quite a long time to come. When the World world Health Organization,
0: the WHO, speaks, we listen, right? Right? Question is, should we? They seem to be very China centric. President Trump
5: thinks <laughs> not, is considering defunding considering. Holy shit! It rain, no,
1: no. James R. dropping a ninja genie on us at real person PLTCS, ladies and gentlemen. China is asshole. Asshole. I mean, am I wrong here? Am I? What am I missing here? I, I'll, I'll quickly go through it again. All right. The WHO says lockdown is great. You need to lock down your economy. Lock down your economy, stupid. Otherwise, the coronavirus will be stalking you. We think, fuck civil liberties, fuck freedom, fuck the economy. Let's do what the WHO does because we trust the scientists. This then leads to a whole bunch of people no longer going to the stores to purchase products. When people no longer go to the stores to purchase products, this means less money flowing into China. China, which has been accused of running the WHO... (laughs) now feels the economic pinch and just like that just like clockwork the who comes out and says we don't think lockdowns are a good idea at all (laughs) (laughs) come on now come on now you have to be a knuckle-dragging moron not to see this i'm sorry and again, if you think that this... Uh, the, the sad part is nobody's mind is going to be changed. They won't even care. Ilsa Jane with the diamond. China, you—China, your friend. How you not know? Oh, you need a good friend like a China. China can be a friend to you. What's a country like you doing in a world like this? You know, Australia, you, why are you such a troublemaker? You're always uh, making a trouble. You know, you need to be uh, more respectful. China can be a friend to you. (laughs) Let's see what was happening in April. Give a majority of the money that
0: they get. January 22nd. Uh Wuhan, one day from any form of lockdown, China is in crisis mode. The WHO praises China. Yet... As we now know, for the previous two months, China has been silencing its doctors, stonewalling its people and lying by omission about the disease. In January, at least, the WHO seems unwilling to question China's truthfulness, raising concerns it could have done more to stop the pandemic before it got going. Dr. Peter Drobach is a UK-based global health
10: expert. If there was evidence early on that China was not sharing or was covering up information about a new virus and about this outbreak and and, and
1: trying not to share that with the world... (laughs) Gee, it's worth going back and watching these old clips, isn't it? These old, old clips from all the way back in April, just to to track the journey we've been on together here.
0: Certainly it would have been appropriate for WHO to call them out on that. The WHO's senior official, Margaret Harris, says the WHO was doing all it could.
13: By the 4th of January, we notified the world via social media and by the 5th, we put out a a formal um, notification in what's called our Disease Outbreak News.
0: But that was a long way short of the level of alarm public health officials say the world Uh, needed to hear. It would take another month to get to that point. On January 14th, China is still telling the WHO they have not seen human-to-human transmission. That day, the WHO echoes China's message. Also that day, the WHO reports Thailand gets its first imported case of COVID-19. Two days later, January 16th, the WHO reports that Japan has its first imported case. The same day, the WHO reports a third country affected too and tweets, considering global travel patterns, additional cases in other countries are likely. But it isn't until January 19th, the WHO actually acknowledges what had become obvious to many experts human to human transfer was happening. It's clear that
10: early on China repressed some information and uh, it, no. it really didn't share information
1: in ways. Why that... why you have to be such a troublemaker? is still
0: praising China really clear Here we go. the next day. January twenty second, WHO director Tedros Annamon Gebreyos is still praising China good. Really clear. the next day. They're doing such WHO a good job experts Tremendous fail job. to flag the looming threat.
13: Independent scientists with expertise brought together, they came to Dr Tedros and they said we don't have a consensus at that point
14: on the 23rd. It would be a
0: week later, the end of January, before they announce what to the world already seemed obvious in the broader health community. I'm declaring a public health emergency of international concern. The next day, President Trump calls for a travel ban on China. The WHO the next Director General criticizes Trump. Tensions begin building. The more that we go on um, casting blame back and forth, instead of working
10: together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, this is really at our, at our peril. China has the greatest collection of clinical expertise in, in fighting COVID-19 as anyone in the world. We really? should be learning from them right now.
1: Good. We should be doing what China does, ladies and gentlemen. Let's lock our shit down. Point the WHO is
0: keen to flag that even while denying human-to-human transfer in January, China was providing vital genome data. The WHO passes to the world to help make test kits. Two months later, the WHO would declare the pandemic. The WHO's track record in previous crises is checkered widespread criticism for their handling of Ebola, veteran SARS, when it stood up to China. If you go back to the SARS epidemic of
10: 2003 to 2005, WHO had quite a, uh, at least a more muscular posture, including in calling out China early and pushing them to provide
1: more trans So isn't this great? This is CNN. It's It's a bit of a hit piece on the WHO, which fair enough, credit to them. But see, back in April, We didn't like the WHO because they, because Trump wasn't locking, because not enough shit was getting locked down. I, 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 I'm confused. I can't keep
10: up with this shit. Transparency and more information. They didn't have any more power at the time, yeah. uh, but they simply used the kind of bully pulpit that they had. Right. I
4: closed the borders despite him, and that was a hard decision to make at the time.
0: By well, late March, Trump's China travel ban has become a central plank of his defence of his own heavily criticised handling of the pandemic. The WHO becomes a scapegoat. they got to
3: do better than that.
0: <laughs> most countries, including Trump's friend Boris Johnson's government, are standing by the WHO, and so, too, most experts. This
10: breaks out in sub-Saharan Africa, for example, in countries good. that have, you know, fewer... Ventil- good.
1: Okay, good. We're standing by the WHO. Excellent The only news. time
5: we believe a lot... Say it again, uh, we in the World Health Organisation do not advocate lockdowns as a primary means of control. I want to say it again... Uh, we in the World Health Organization we trust the WHO. do not advocate lockdowns as a primary means of control. I want to say it again. Uh, I'm we just going to keep playing World this Health for a while. Organization do not
1: so we get the message.
5: lockdowns as a primary means of control of this virus. I want to say it again. Uh, we in the World Health Organization do not advocate lockdowns as a primary means of control of this virus. I want to say it again. <laughs> uh, we in the World Health Organization do not advocate lockdowns as a primary means of control of this virus.
1: Okay. So now the WHO has changed their mind. Now they don't they no longer like what China did, even though at the time they said they appreciated what China did in regards to the lockdowns, it was a great idea. Now they think lockdowns are a terrible idea. For a number of reasons. Apparently it's too it's too nationalistic, you see. We're making poor people in poor countries even poorer by locking down our own stuff. I imagine, namely the Chinese. So, now we hate the lockdowns. That that should mean the end of it, right? I mean, we've been told, trust the scientists, trust the scientists, trust the WHO. Now the WHO says we don't support lockdowns. I guess that means lockdowns are over, right?
11: The number of COVID patients is already at the level it was back in March when the national lockdown was imposed. Our cases across the UK are still rising fast. Well, the Prime Minister is briefing the press uh, about the new measures, what? as you can see, and new we will measures. be bringing any...
1: Why would there be new measures? Why would there be new measures? Why would there be new lockdown measures? We don't support lockdown. The scientists, the WHO, the experts, ladies and gentlemen, they say that lockdowns are a terrible idea. Why would there be new measures? Mr. Johnson?
11: Updates from that press conference across our program tonight. But first, let's take a look at what England's new three-tier system... Oh, there's a three-tier system. COVID alert levels across England <laughs> will now come into three tiers. Before... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Minister of Fun, Kimmy with the diamond. I vehemently disagree with myself, World Health Organisation. Look at... <laughs> thank you for the diamond. Look at this. Now we've got a tier system. Now we have an alert system. <clears throat> Which is fantastic, really, when you think about it, because now at any moment when we feel so inclined, it's like the old George W. Bush terror alert system. Remember that when he would walk out onto a stage and say, "I'm just issuing a medium orange alert today, uh, just a general alert." Right. I'm just, I'm just issuing a, a general red alert today for high alertness. They, they wouldn't have to explain why. They wouldn't have to go into any detail. Now we've got the same thing for coronavirus. Isn't it good? So <laughs> Hidden hand. Holy shit. I talked about the alert system after 9-11 on my last episode. There you go. Follow the hidden hand on YouTube. I have to check out your show, man. So now we have one for coronavirus. Today, the gov- so the government can come out and say, today we're issuing a high alert for coronavirus, just to let you know. So when we are in high alert, there's a different set of rules to when we're in medium alert. And very high has another different set of rules. It's all very easy to follow. It's not complicated at all. Let's have a look
11: here. ...on how transmission rates are rising in each... Yeah, exactly.
1: Original Rev in the chat. No, a low alert level. It's like buying popcorn at the cinema. There's no small. The smallest we have is a medium. If you want a medium, you have to get a high. If you want a large, you have to get a very large.
11: <laughs> ...area. Medium, the lowest tier, will require pubs to close at 10pm. Oh, and sticking to the rule of six when meeting people the rule of you do not live with. High is targeted at household-to-household transmission right. and will prevent all mixing between households indoors. At very high, pubs and bars will have to shut through restaurants. The restaurants may stay open... But with no alcohol and a 10 pm closing time will be enforced. Other business.
1: <laughs> so at very high, the bars have to close. The restaurants can stay open, but they're not allowed to serve alcohol. What the fuck are they doing? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> What's the. I- <laughs> You you would have to be a genius to figure out why this is why this is important, why this is make why this makes sense. Okay, so we're gonna shut the bars, but we're gonna leave the restaurants open. But if the restaurants serve alcohol, we're gonna ban them from serving alcohol. Wow. But you can still go in there and eat, it's fine. We have decided that the service of alcohol leads to more coronavirus somehow. Somehow. Meanwhile, just a reminder that the WHO no longer endorses lockdowns. Can you link me this video? Which one? This one with the very high and the high and stuff? I can do that for you. Let me throw that in the chat for you. There you go. Wow, that's not confusing at all, huh? Sticking with the UK, ladies and gentlemen. Tory MP urges mandatory COVID-19 vaccine and certificate for travel. And I hate to say I told you so, but I'm afraid I must. I must tell you so. I told you so. The exact scenario that we laid out on this program over the last six months repeatedly is they don't have to say they they they're, they're, there's not gonna have they don't have to conjure up situations where they're going to kick down doors and drag people out of their homes kicking and screaming and jab needles into their arm against their will that won't have to happen right what they'll say is you don't have to get the coronavirus vaccine you don't have to get the vaccine but if you want to travel you'll have to have the vaccine you don't have to have the vaccine but if you want to go to the supermarket you have to have the vaccine And people who have been around over the last six months will tell you that we have been hitting this point as hard as I can possibly hit it for months and months and months and months and months. Because these people are predictable like sunrise. They think in patterns, they think in progression. They know what they have to do in order to do the next thing. They know how to manipulate people, they're social psychologists. They understand the mentality of the crowd. A British Conservative MP has said COVID-19 vaccines should be mandatory when rolled out in the UK and an accompanying certificate should be issued that would allow international travel. There you go. Speaking yesterday in the British Parliament, Tobias Elwood, MP Tobias Elwood... (laughs) MP for Bournemouth East urged Prime Minister Boris Johnson to use the British Armed Forces in overseeing the rollout of a mandatory COVID-19 vaccination. Where have we heard that before? Where have we heard that before? I'll give you a hint. It was in the first hour of the show tonight. It'll never happen here though, right? It'll never happen here. Thank you for keeping me safe. Vaccine certificates will probably have to be internationally recognised in order to allow travel and international travel, according to Elwood. Let's hear it from the man himself. Planning must
8: start immediately. And I have written to the Prime Minister recommending that he consider calling on the Ministry of Defence to establish a small task force led by a senior empowered voice of authority to begin the planning and design of a draft A voice blueprint. of authority. The armed forces have the capacity, the logistical experience and the national reach and are not overburdened by any current duties involving tackling COVID-19 to take on this mammoth an incredible task. Now, when you pause to consider what is involved, the logistics of shifting millions of refrigerated vaccines across the country, the creation of regional distribution hubs which then feed into mobile testing centres, developing a national database to track Progress and issue, the vaccination issue. certificates, which they themselves will probably have to be... Inter-
1: Never trust a man that pronounces issue like issue. <laughs> That's a, just a general rule of life that I go on. I'm here to talk about the issues, not the issues. Welcome
14: back, bro. Thanks for the shout. You fucking called it bro.
1: Thank you. Hidden hand. Thank you so much for the donation. We did... I mean, you can, like I said, these people are predictable, like sunrise. They're bureaucrats. They're public servants. They have prog pragmatic thinking. They think in terms of plans and steps and progressions. And you know, engaging with stakeholders to manipulate them in order to get them on board with a particular thing. This is what they do. This is why they. This is why they have the jobs that they have.
8: Nationally recognized in order to allow travel, international travel, as well as establishing the order of who is prioritised first, key workers, the vulnerable, teachers, for example, and then with more detailed questions about potentially the use of schools to vaccinate the children.
1: (laughs) Sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? Let's use the school. Use the schools. All these
8: must be answered and indeed planned for. Yep. Now, with the coordination of Whitehall departments, local authorities, the private sector, policing and...
1: And just a reminder, you know, just a reminder, whenever I say this, people don't like to hear it, but I'm afraid I must, a conservative government in the UK, ladies and gentlemen. It's not the lefties. It's not the socialists. It's the conservative government in the UK. The patriots, the heroes, the people who are standing up to the globalists, right? That's who's rolling it out.
8: Security, as well as the military military support to consider, I hope I make the case for why we need to start thinking about this now. I also believe that the biggest challenge will be in managing the transition period. It'll never happen here. Potentially up to a year, when parts of our society are liberated from the threat of COVID 19 uh-huh. and would like to seek to return to normality.
1: Oh, yeah. And Here those we go. Are
8: yet to be vaccinated, but still subject to the continued
1: social distancing rules. Oh, yeah. You want to hear that part again? Exactly like we said it would play out. Hey, if you want to go back to normal, if you want to go back to your normal life, if you want to be able to get on the bus and go to work, And go to the supermarket, you're going to have to have the vaccine. This is the way they're going to offer it to you. We said literally the exact thing on this fucking program. We said you will be given an ultimatum, a false, the illusion of choice. That if you want to go back, if you want to have your freedoms back, you'll have to have the vaccine. That will become the new prerequisite. You don't have to have the vaccine, but if you don't, you're not allowed to do anything. You'll have to stay inside. And people, God bless them, will, uh, and I don't even blame people. If you're a struggling parent trying to put fucking food on the table or put your kids through school or pay the bills, how many people who are anti-vax, this is how they'll get you. How many people who are anti-vax will be sitting there going, you know what? I don't like it, but fuck, I need my job. I need to go back to work. I can't afford, we're going to lose the house if I don't do this. They're going to leverage against the financial heartache that they have manufactured for you. (laughs) They are literally going to use the dire economic situation that they have created through the use of lockdown, the, the very same lockdowns that the WHO now says are a bad idea. They're going to use the lockdown that they have created in order to coerce you into getting the vaccination. And, and the, the, the the scary part is the depressing part is the overwhelming majority of people will not have any issue with this whatsoever. They'll say, thank you for keeping me safe, Mr. Government. It's a great idea. And they will line up around the block. And there's a lot of people who will think it's a bad idea who won't have a fucking choice because it's either this or going hungry. They have cornered everyone. They have slipped everyone into into a nice little box and you're stuck there. And the false choice is, hey, you can just get the vaccine or starve. The choice is yours. Potentially
8: up to a year, when parts of our society are liberated from the threat of uh (laughs) COVID-19.
1: Let's, we're going to, uh, again, it's all in the wording. The, The manipulation is in the words themselves. We are going to liberate you from COVID-19. Oh, 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 this level of propagandistic speech makes my fucking nipples hard. I'm not going to lie. I I tip my hat. Well done. What a way to frame it. What a way to present it. Hey, we're going to liberate you from the virus. (laughs) It's ballsy, isn't it? It's ballsy. I would like to seek
8: to return to normality and those who have yet to be vaccinated but still subject to the continued social distancing rules. We need to get the planning right today so we can avoid the logistical challenges that we suffered with PPE and
1: indeed testing. And there we- you go. We're exactly. The hidden hand will liberate you by taking away your freedom. And that's another thing that we said on this show. We said freedom will become, they will switch it around on you. Freedom will become the virus. Coronavirus itself is not the problem. It's the people who think they have rights. They're the problem. They're the ones who are spreading the virus. The virus itself, we can manage if you just do what we say. But it's you people who refuse mandatory Ring vaccines. You're the bell and You're get the your ones. cheese, man. Lady of Diamonds, Gypsy, thank you for the sub. The people who refuse mandatory vaccines, the people who think that they have a right to go outside and work for a living, they're the ones who are causing the lockdown now, right? Not the virus, the virus. We can handle that. Just do what we say. You people who think you have rights, you're the dangerous thing. You're the problem. <laughs> Australia, ladies and gentlemen, could the coronavirus vaccine be mandatory in Australia? Experts say it's possible. <laughs> uh, and something else I like to say on this show. Um... Don't, don't pay too much attention to people telling you that vaccines can't be mandatory. You know why? Because politicians and bureaucrats will say that vaccines are not going to be mandatory right up until the time that they change their mind. You know what I mean? They'll say no it's not mandatory, it's not mandatory, it's not mandatory, it's not mandatory until they say it is. Then it will be. So it's not worth a pinch of shit Hey, hey, a politician two years ago said that uh, vaccines aren't mandatory. So what? Politicians two years ago were saying that gay marriage should never be allowed to. And guess what? They said that there won't be gay marriage until they said the opposite. And then there was. They said there would be no gun buyback until they said there was going to be one. And then there was. They said there was going to be no restrictions on free speech until they said the opposite. So don't fall back on this crutch of thinking that just because a politician has said in the past that vaccines won't be mandatory, that it's always going to be the case because you know that's not true. Look at any other issue, issue, for my educated friends. They will say it's not mandatory until they say the opposite. Simple as that. Ilsa Jane with the diamond, not mandatory unless you want to eat. Yeah, unless you want to eat, unless you want to travel, unless you want to work, unless you want to go to the supermarket, unless you want to go to school, unless you want to drop your kids off at daycare. Other than all of that, it's not mandatory. News this week that Australia could have 25 million doses of the so-called Oxford vaccine available by early 2021 raises hope that a way to control COVID-19 spread may not be far away. What is this? A way to control the COVID-19 spread? We've had five cases here in the last 24 hours. It doesn't get any more control than that. It, it really is quite extraordinary, the rape of the English language that is happening in order to defend this rollout. We need to control the spread. so, In a country of 25 million people, if less than 10 get the virus, it, it is literally impossible to control it more than that. That number is so low, mathematicians would say it is statistically irrelevant. It is essentially the same as zero. As a fraction of the population, 25 million people, 10 people get sick. Oh, we've got to control this outbreak. What the fuck are you talking about? You cannot control it any more than it's already being controlled, literally. Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who originally declared on Wednesday the vaccine would be mandatory, before revising his language to encouraged. See what you see? My point here. The Prime Minister said, we'll, we'll make it mandatory, and then there was outrage, and then he said, oh, we're going to encourage people to take it. Right? We know what that means when we hear it from government, don't we? Are oh, we're going to encourage you to act in a certain way by threatening you with crippling sanctions and punishments if you don't. <laughs> that's, our, that's our gift to you. We're giving you a choice. Added, by specula- uh, added to speculation by suggesting the no-jab, no-play framework used to compel uptake of childhood immunisation could offer a model of, for coronavirus vaccination too. So, in practice, what does that mean? Can those reluctant to receive a new vaccine be forced to accept it, and how would that affect the human rights of those who do not want to receive it? Can the government make the vaccine mandatory? Yes, the government does have some options for enforcing a mandatory vaccination vaccination scheme. Mirko Bagarich, the Dean of Swinburne University Law School, says the Australian government holds the right to compel citizens to have a vaccine even if they don't want it. Thank you for keeping me safe. Again, I'd like to point out that the World Health Organization now says that lockdown is a bad idea. But you need a, a forced mandatory vaccination in order to end the lockdown, which we think is, is a terrible thing to do. Wow. Yep, Kitty B, 100%. They are going to force anyone on welfare to take it to keep getting their cheque. Uh, they do that now in this country Already. Already. Legally, the government can impose whatever requirements it wants on its citizens. He says, pointing out the way coronavirus has already reshaped, reshaped our right to personal liberty, freedom of movement and assembly. We've reshaped freedom. <laughs> freedom has been reshaped in Australia. <laughs> well, you see, once upon a time, freedom used to mean this. And now freedom means no freedom at all. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, here we go. Here we go. This is, this is the this is the part that I was looking for. What is important to understand, this is the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, these are direct quotes, what is important to understand with any of these vaccines is it does protect you, thank you for keeping me safe, but it also protects the community, he said, and as is the case with any vaccine, there will be some individuals who, for precise medical reasons, can have issues with any vaccine. When asked how, yeah, I have a medical issue with the vaccine. I have an issue that a vaccine that has been basically concocted within six months when the when the next previous quickest rollout of a vaccine is over four years, when all the governments are talking about how this vaccine is just going to be, it is, it is getting pumped out. We, are, we have never worked so quickly to get a vaccine out there in the marketplace. At the same time when we're being told that, Lockdowns uh, need to take place in order to control the spread of a thing where ten people catch it a day. The WHO says the the lockdowns now they say the lockdowns aren't even a good idea to begin with. Right? I you're damn right. I have an issue with the vaccine and and especially now if it's so if it was such a good idea if it was so popular you wouldn't have to be talking about mandatory. You wouldn't have to. People would be lining up. The very fact that you're already getting ahead of the curve, getting ahead of the talking points and saying, well, well, you know, mandatory might be, might be needed here, suggests to me that the story isn't holding up. And people have a fucking right, in my opinion, to say no to something, especially when the government is boasting about how quickly they have rolled this fucking thing out. Don't give me that trust the science shit. The scientists themselves don't agree. When asked how the no jab, no play – this is Scott Morrison again – concept could be applied to those refusing a a coronavirus vaccine, Mr Morrison wouldn't be drawn. He said, and I quote, I don't think offering jelly beans will be the way to do that as you do with kids. We'll take it one step at a time, but we'll take those issues as they present and consider what steps are necessary at the time. But it's not the only option available. There could be something like an immunity passport. An immunity passport, ladies and gentlemen. Have a listen to this. There could be something like an immunity passport giving those who have been vaccinated more freedoms as restrictions ease. I hate to say I told you so. I really do. I'd like to be wrong. I really would. There would be a strong public view that those who refuse a vaccination would need some sort of incense, uh, incentive, Deputy Chief Medical Officer Nick Coatesworth said. Quote, looking at specific things like not being able to go into restaurants, not being able to travel internationally, not being able to catch public transport or more broadly having what in the olden days would have been a yellow fever vaccination certificate, these are clearly policy decisions that will be discussed. There you have it, in black and white, from the Chief Medical Officers, the Deputy Chief Medical Officer himself. We're not going to force you to get the vaccine, but what we will do is give you more freedom if you do. If You don't have to get the vaccination, but if you don't get it, you won't be allowed on public transport. You won't be allowed to travel. You won't be allowed to go to the supermarket. You won't be allowed to go to restaurants and bars, okay? But you don't have to get it. And in fact, we're going to need some kind of identifying marker in order to show people that you have been vaccinated. Some kind of certificate. Maybe we could even get some kind of thing like implanted under the skin, perhaps. Maybe that would be the best way. Maybe we can get something that, you know, can be scanned. We can roll out these little scanners and you just hold your hand up to the scanner. It's a little thing. It goes right under the skin. You don't have to have it. But if you want to go to the work, if you want to get catch public transport, if you want to go to the restaurant, you're going to have to have it. Maybe that's what we'll do. Sounds like a good idea, boss. Kitty B, what about a yellow star on your arm? That might work. Could do that. Could give that a try. Ladies and gentlemen.
6: Bill Gates. Coronavirus death toll in the United States is now more than two hundred and twelve thousand people in this
1: country. It'll never happen here.
6: Country, total number of cases, more than seven and a half million. Staggering numbers, of course. There's precious little sign of things slowing down. Add to that, the diagnosis, the high infection numbers, of the White House, the overall lag and widespread testing, uh-huh. contact tracing. It's certainly a recipe for concern as the it's fall begins the winter, Bill Gates.
1: Don't be concerned about any of the things we cover on this show, though. Don't be concerned of, you know, the false dichotomy that you're being presented with. Don't be concerned with literally being threatened with economic ruin unless you get a vaccine, which the governments themselves are boasting about rolling out quicker than anything they've ever done before. (laughs) Don't be concerned about that. Don't be concerned with the idea that you will be restricted from access to the economy. You will be restricted from access to the marketplace if you don't have a vaccine and some kind of paperwork or marker Some kind of marker on your person that proves that you're allowed to have access to the marketplace because you've taken it. Don't be concerned about stuff like that. You know, I'm I'm loathed to do like the biblical reference thing. I really am. But that sounds familiar, doesn't it? You know, the back of the Bible. I don't know how many people get to the back part of the Bible. <laughs> that's that's where all the good shit happens, by the way. That's when it all turns to shit. That's when there's wars and demons and all the fun stuff. That's, you should read the back part first, if anything. You know, Genesis doesn't... You, you, don't, you don't need to know about Genesis now. What you need to be doing is going to the back of the book <laughs> and seeing hey, what happens at the end. <laughs> Because we're closer to the end than we are to the beginning. I don't know how many drunken I don't need to know how many drunken uh daughters Bedouin tribesmen had sex with, you know, thousands of years ago. That doesn't concern me. What does concern me is uh, you know, the access to the marketplace and people being marked with evidence that they've had coronavirus vaccinations. That kind I, I kinda of got an issue with that.
6: Is joining us. He's co-chair of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Oh, good. He long put his fortune and talent behind searching for cures for this global health crisis and for other global health crises. Crisis. He joins me now. Bill. The word you're
1: looking for, Anderson, you overpaid fucking hack is crises. That's the plural.
6: For this global health crisis and for other global health crisis. He j- crisis. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry
1: the dumbest things make me laugh. He's been looking for a cure for these this global health crisis and other global health crises. <laughs>
2: it's
1: very public radio.
6: Searching for cures for this global health crisis and for other global health crises. Crisis. He joins me now. Bill, thanks for being with us. Looking at, at where the US is right now in this pandemic, entering the fall and the winter, cases on the rise, not just in small clusters, but uh, across most of the nation. How concerned are you about the months ahead?
9: Well, I'm very concerned. The Look at the hand
1: wringing. Look at the hand wringing. I'm very concerned. The hand wringing shows how concerned I am.
9: Well, I'm very concerned. Uh, the forecast showed that the deaths are going to go back up almost to the level they were in the spring. And, you know, it's people are going to be indoors more. Uh, The compliance with the distancing and the mask use is going down in many areas. It never got super good in some areas. And so except for the innovative tools that I'm trying to... See this?
1: They're they're going to blame you for the need to roll out a a vaccine, ladies and gentlemen. So they're blaming you for the continuation of the lockdown. And the only way to get out of the lockdown is to have the vaccine. And if you don't have the vaccine, that's fine, but you won't be given your freedom back. What a world. What a
9: state of play that we're in right now, huh? Isn't it great? Sure, we'll talk about this is going to be a very difficult fall because Uh people, you know, the economic effects, the uh, tiredness, the kids not being able to go to school, uh, this continuation
6: is a very difficult thing. You, you've talked about the, some of the sophisticated tools, the therapeutics that uh, that are coming. Sophisticated tools. And that some, some are here. Can you just talk? You want to be sophisticated, don't you? Talk a
1: little bit. I mean, uh, the, let's- you wouldn't want to be one of those tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theorists, those unsophisticated, uneducated swell, would you? You want to be sophisticated to help deal with the crisis and other crises. Let's
6: talk about uh, Regeneron. Uh, you've been optimistic about uh, uh, about it. It got obviously a big endorsement from President Trump because he was able to to receive it. He's calling it a cure. Uh, he's calling on regulators to give an emergency oh use authorization. Oh
1: boy, look at the gloating! <laughs> I told you it was dumb.
6: Do you support the idea of the emergency use authorization? And I assume uh, it's not a cure.
9: No, the well, the word cure uh, is a bit of an overpromise. You know that makes it sound. It looks like works for everyone, and the whole concern about this disease should go away. And that's the last thing we want people to think about. The monoclonal antibodies, which is what Regeneron is, that's always been the most promising therapeutic category. The other therapeutic categories, the antivirals like remdesivir has only had modest benefit. Uh, There may be one more of those, you know, plasma or um, hyperimmune globulin is still unproven and uh, that looks like it'll be a fairly slow track. And so the the most exciting thing uh, that for many months uh, our foundation and others have been uh, working on and talking about are these monoclonal antibodies. Uh, there are several companies, uh, Eli Lilly, Regeneron are going to be two of the first, later AstraZeneca oh, good, and Veer. Good, good. And so the supply will go up. Good. The early data looks quite good. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. You know, We saw uh, in the Lilly data that... Uh, over 60% of the people who got it early, uh, there was a 60% reduction in the number that that needed to be hospitalized. Now, as we get to larger numbers, our confidence in that uh, will go up. But uh, So that's something exciting. that would be
6: given to people early on uh, after they test positive.
9: Yeah. So the dexamethasone, which is really the only- Okay. Where's the interesting
6: data? Or, or the, it was developed with that, with that use. Has that been- is the, what happened there? Do, doctor, I mean, there are, uh, it is ironic that
9: Trump... He,
1: he just called him doctor. He just called him doctor and called himself. Did you see that? happened there? Do, I, I doctor, mean, there are... Uh, it is... <laughs> He's not a doctor. Oh, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> oh, Anderson. Anderson. Calm your farm. Calm your tits, bro. <laughs>
9: it's now... We need leadership uh, to show that we're really uh, not going to approve something until it's safe. And, Uh, uh, you know, the country really depends on getting back to normal on vaccine progress. The back to normal. Oh, man.
1: Oh, we said it, didn't we? And look, just just because we knew that it would end this way doesn't mean I'm fucking happy about it. Don't get me wrong. But we literally said on this show, this is the ultimatum that you will be given. They will say to you, if you want to get out of lockdown, if you want to have your freedom back, you're going to have to get you're going to have to take the vaccine. We're not going to make it mandatory, we don't have to. We've already plunged the economy into dire straits. People are desperate to get back to work. They will be lining up to take the fucking vaccine. And to be fair, who can blame them? Who can blame them? What choice do you have? Some people will have no choice. They will have to take it. Because it'll it'll be either that or getting kicked out of their house. It'll be either that or losing their job. Because guess what? Here's the other thing. If you want to take the principled stance on a vaccination, right? Now that so many people are unemployed who weren't unemployed before... If you want to take the principled stance on vaccination, prepare for your employer to say, that's fine, there's 500 assholes out there on the street right now who will take your job and take the vaccine, no questions asked. So if you don't want to take it, fine, you're fired. And they will not give a single fuck because there are so many people looking for jobs right now, right? We have been well and truly squashed right up into a fucking corner between a rock and a hard place. And again, it was all predictable like sunrise. It was obvious it was looming on the horizon that this is the track that they were going to take.
9: Uh, to show that we're really uh, not going to approve something until it's safe and, uh, you know, the country really depends on getting back to normal on vaccine progress.
6: Yeah, I mean, that it's a huge concern about even when, if there is when there is a vaccine, if there is a vaccine that works and it's able to be distributed, will people actually take it? Uh, you know, Kamala Harris was asked about this at the debate. She said if, if you know, Dr. Fauci, if the CDC said take it, she would take it. If the scientists said take it, she the would scientists. if, if there they are again, The scientists said take it and the scientists didn't, she wouldn't. W- what do you look for when deciding to take something or, or not? I, I assume you follow the science.
1: The science, the scientists, if the scientists say. Sure. So, so Anderson, name one.
9: Name one. You know, it was bizarre that the White House uh, was trying to block the FDA from requiring a two month safety database. Uh, and very, you know, they claimed the companies were pushing that. There's no way that's true. Uh, and so it's really novel that you get political interference with a regulatory agency that has its integrity and independence. You know, we saw that with the plasma announcement, where they embarrassed themselves. Now the vaccine. Did did he just say? Did he
1: just say regulatory bodies have integrity? (laughs) Come on, Bill! Come on, Bill! Not falling for that one, champ. (laughs) Yes, the people who make regulations—they're just the best people. The people who make the rules for us to follow, like you can only have four people on a beach towel. You know, you can only travel five kilometres to get a curry. (laughs) You're not allowed to mix two households together if you're travelling, you know, over five kilometres to get to another house. The people who come up with all of these ridiculous, insane rules, they have such integrity. They're like angels walking amongst us. They are infallible. They are perfect humans. They're basically Jesus. (laughs) They have so much integrity. There's never any corruption. You know, when it comes to, when it comes to bureaucratic bodies, ladies and gentlemen, there's a, there's no such thing as corruption, really. <laughs> they're, just, they're just absolute fucking angels. Yes. Iceman and Jesse Teller in the chat putting up one of our favorite heroes on this program, the based curry man. <laughs> if you don't know the story of the based curry man, uh it's a guy who runs a curry restaurant. And this 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 fella in Melbourne was fined. I don't know. Was it fined like five thousand dollars or whatever? Um, he was fined because he travelled too far to get this curry from this particular restaurant. So the owner of the restaurant gave him free curry for a year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: the based curry man. He's like, we do not we do not endorse anybody breaking the lockdown rules. However, we are very flattered that this uh, that this man drove. You know, an hour to come and eat owl curry. <laughs> and they deliver, now they deliver free curry to his house <laughs> to say thank you for getting our curry. That's the base curry, man. Hero on this show.
9: Scene an announcement. I don't think they'll make that mistake again. In fact, they stood up to the White House uh-huh. uh, and the guidelines were uh, updated, uh, which is a, a very positive thing. So, oh. You know, the FDA, including its outside experts, the companies, Uh, uh, you know, I think the the data will come out. Not everyone will be willing to take it right away. But if they see the first 20 or 30 percent taking it Uh, and they see that they're getting a benefit and we're not reading about a lot of adverse side effects, then I think more people will be willing. And what benefits exactly?
1: You want to hear it again? So remember the two stories that we've just covered, one from the UK, one from Australia, right? The same scenario in both these countries. Same scenario. It, Minister of Fun Kimmy with the Diamond. How about we use POTUS's antibodies for the vaccine? Well, he's immune now. I'm immune. I'm immune. I'm fucking indestructible. <laughs> I could do whatever the hell I want. I'm gonna go up. Remember that. I'm gonna kiss everybody in this fucking crowd. <laughs> I'm gonna kiss everyone in this audience tonight. I don't even care. I'm immune. I'll live. It was very funny. But say, look, at, look at the scenario that we're dealing with here. Remember, it'll never happen here, right? The UK and in Australia now, the 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 water is being chummed, right? The prep work is going in now. We're now preparing people for this idea that the only way to get out of lockdown personally is if you take the vaccine. If you want to keep going to work, if you want to get public transport, if you want to go to the supermarket, if you want to go to the restaurant, you'll need vaccine and you'll need some kind of identifier to prove that you've had the vaccine. Now, in not as many words, that's exactly what Bill is talking about. Bill Gates here is talking about when when he talks about when the people who don't want the vaccine see the benefits of taking it. You see, they've removed freedom from you. They've removed your freedom and they're going to give it back to you at a price. You'll essentially be bribed to to get your freedom back. And by the way, it's not going to be the freedom that you remembered before. It's the new normal we're dealing with now. It's a new kind of normal. Because remember, a lot of these measures, right? They talk about they're going to be here forever. Now that's it. We've decided we're going to do this forever. Stand in a line. Stand on the X. Stay, stay apart. Wear face masks, right? That's we're doing this forever now. Too bad. So sad.
9: We'll come out. Not everyone will be willing to take it right away, but as they see the first twenty or thirty percent taking it, and they see that they're getting a benefit, and you're not the reading benefit. about a lot of adverse side effects then I think more people will be willing and you know we need to really uh, uh drive this thing down to get well over 70 percent uh so eventually it's got to be quite broadly accepted
2: at
1: least 70 percent of people
6: um, Dr. Rick Bright, who is the former pandemic preparedness chief who quit after being moved to NIH and ostracized, he spoke to CNN today about uh, the, the administration's honesty about the pandemic and, and what's happening with scientists. And I just want to play some of that for our viewers and, and ask you about it.
1: Okay. We've seen enough. Thank you for that. Uh, one more item here before we go, ladies and gentlemen, bringing you back to Australia. It's been a marathon episode on this Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Uh, just to let you know, I will be getting in touch with the competition winners this during the week, um, because when I finished up the show, basically on Friday last week, week gone, I, I pretty much, I didn't even upload the episode to BitChute, I, I turned the computer off <laughs> when I finished last the last episode. So um, I'll organise the uh, boogie stand flag beach towel, and I'll get in touch if Lou Frigno, if anybody knows Lou Frigno or has an email address for him or something, because he doesn't have Twitter, and I was hoping that he'd be in the in the audience tonight so I could private message him like an email to get in touch with me on, I need to get in touch with Lou because he won the competition for the beach towel. And, you know, like, without Twitter, I've got no other way of reaching him. So I, I don't know. So, I'll, you know, Lou, if you're listening to this on replay or something like that, um, maybe you could join us on Wednesday night during the show, and then I can private message you a an email address and get in touch with you, and then we can at least talk and how I can get this beached out to you. So, uh, if you're listening to this and replay, or if anyone knows Lou Ferrigno in a, any other capacity, um, not the Hulk guy, but the guy who's in the chat, unless it is the same guy. In that case, you know, <laughs> <laughs> people are saying he's on Discord. I don't know if he's on my Discord though. So, well, that's all right. We'll find we'll find a way. But if anyone knows a way to get in touch with Lou, let me know. Um, This is the last story we'll do tonight. Sticking with our theme here, let's have a look at this. The great nation, the proud, brave nation of Australia, ladies and gentlemen.
5: Furious business owners are threatening to break the law and reopen despite the lockdown. Others are planning a high court challenge as restrictions drag on.
13: Time and money is running out for retailers like Harry Hutchinson. He's at breaking point and willing to break the law.
7: I've decided that, well, I've got nothing left. So, I'm going to open up.
13: The Berwick menswear shop owner says if he doesn't, at the end of the month he'll be begging to borrow more money from the bank.
7: I'm going to put some stock out the front to clear and I'm going to see what happens. Now, this might sound a bit silly because I'm going to risk of being fined $10,000, but I'm at the point where I don't care.
13: With no indication...
1: Hey, why, why is my outro song playing? That's not right. How about this guy, huh? Thank you for keeping me safe. And, you know, a bunch of my friends are pro-lockdown people. A bunch of them. And whenever, whenever I talk about, like, my friends being pro, pro-lockdown pro people, each individual one who listens to this show thinks I'm talking about them specifically. No, 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 don't, I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking about all of Ring you. Ring
2: the bell and get More your cheese,
1: one. man. Thank you for the sub one, te- one step too far. There's more than one of you. And without fail, I will send stories like, remember the girl who was forbidden from going to her own father's fucking funeral because of coronavirus lockdown? With the insane laws. Uh, Stories of people losing their homes, losing their jobs, losing their freedom, getting their doors kicked in by the police and dragged out because they write things on Facebook. I will send these stories to them. And if I get any response at all, it's a rationalization. It's like, well, you know, it's, it's sad, but we have to do this to keep people safe. I'm wondering, how far are you willing to go? How far are you willing to go with this? Because I tend to suspect that everybody, like we've said on this show a million times, everybody's in favor of it until it affects them. Everyone's in favour of this shit until it affects them. Have a look at this fucking poor guy.
5: Strag on.
13: Time and money is.
1: And this is the th- another thing I've tried to explain to people. Um, it's not it's not the conspiracy theorists. It's not the tinfoil hat wearers. It's not the far right white nationalists and stuff who are against lockdown, like the media is trying to portray. It's all people. It's normal people. I don't know who this guy votes for. I don't care who this guy votes for. Who he votes for is fucking irrelevant in this moment. So many of the people who are being, you know, are losing their jobs, losing their homes, going broke or whatever because of the lockdown which again the WHO now says is not the best way to do it. Because we used to trust the science until the science says things that we don't like fucking hearing. <laughs> right? Like, who knows who these people vote for? And, and, and does it even matter? I don't think it does. We just played the clip of the Tory MP from the UK, the Conservative government, a Conservative politician in the Conservative government in the UK, saying that we should ban people from travel if they don't get vaccinated and the vaccine should be overseen by the military. Again, we've heard that before, haven't we? So What difference? Ben K. Veritas with a diamond. Death penalty for science denial will be soon. Which science, though? Which science? All right, let's let's roll this and get the hell out of here, shall we?
13: He's running out for retailers like Harry Hutchinson. He's at breaking point and willing to break the law.
7: I've decided that, well, I've got nothing left. Got nothing left. So I'm going to open up.
13: The Berwick menswear shop owner says if he doesn't, at the end of the month he'll be begging to borrow more money from the bank.
7: I'm going to put some stock out the front to clear and I'm going to see what happens. Now this might sound a bit silly because I'm going to risk of being fined $10,000 but I'm at the point where I don't care.
13: With no indication from the Premier as to when businesses can open up, a Sorrento hotelier is taking his legal fight against lockdowns all the way to the High Court. Two top QCs will argue the shutdown of Victoria's economy and movement is unnecessary. The strain is spilling out onto the streets. Residents in Ulster turning on one another, angry at a large religious gathering at a Das Israel school.
3: <laughs> These people are breaking corona rules. The
13: break. They're trying to attack me. <laughs> oh, They're oh,
1: trying every... to attack me. Police are running onto Everything's going well, isn't it?
13: <laughs> Everything's working out super. Thank you for keeping me safe, Mr Government. Anyone taking it upon themselves to relax restrictions. One picnic became costly yesterday when officers caught three women from separate households outside their five-kilometre zone here in Domain Park. Wow,
1: listen to it. Listen to it. Police caught three women having a picnic. We caught you. We caught some bad guys. We nailed some evildoers. Three women who don't even live together were having a picnic more than five kilometers away from where they live. Oh, the horror. The horror.
13: In the past 24 hours, 123 fines were handed out.
1: Okay, 123 fines in the last 24 hours in this one state. Okay, so how many people got the virus, though?
13: A party of 13 was shut down in a city apartment. Almost $260,000 in fines were slapped on 52 cars.
1: How much? How much in one day? How much did they make?
13: ...in fines were slapped on... Three fines were handed out. A party of 13 was shut down in a city apartment. Almost $260,000 in fines were slapped on...
1: A quarter of a million dollars a day the government is making office. <laughs> quarter of a million dollars a day. Off people who have broken no law and committed no crime. They have, however, flouted health guidelines. They've flouted the health advice. That's what they've done.
13: On 52 cars at roadblocks. While it's big money to the state, businesses continue to count their losses.
7: I just can't, cannot take any more of this.
1: So you go broke, <clears throat> they get rich. You lose your freedom. They roll out a vaccine. The pharmaceutical companies get rich. The government gets rich. You go broke. And you get threatened with prison and fines and not being able to catch the bus unless you take the vaccine. Isn't it, grand? 2020, ladies and gentlemen. It'll never happen here. Thank you for keeping me safe. And that'll do us. For this Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to everyone who contributed on DLive, a marathon episode episode tonight. We'll be back on Wednesday with another edition of the Daily Boogs. Probably at 8pm again, apologies. I should be back at 6pm at some point thank you for joining and thank you for sharing the show out if you'd like to become a full-time supporter then please by all means head to patreon.com slash boogie bumper become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player and of course if you'd like to give me the jab then you can do so by following me on twitter at boogie bumper let me open that chest up for y'all right now don't forget to follow our friends all the people i mentioned at real person PLTCS, y, Sensored, Kimmy. Coffee Talk with Sandra, Rational Times, everyone's favourite lover of French women, Mersh, Lay Dave with Lois Lopez, <laughs> Iceman Double Four, Double Three, Winning TV, uh, Mr. America to Be of Truth, Joy of Pessy, Spent D, Sunday Night Shit Show, The Great JJ Stoner, uh, Major Tom as well, and anybody else I might have forgotten. Thank you so much. Like I said, we'll see you on Wednesday night for another edition of the show. Until then, stay calm, stay rational, God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.